0: Cavalier Football is on the air, brought to you by the Sports Boosters Club, including these fine members. Robbins Furniture, Savas Travel, Cadwallader Lord Hahn Insurance, Jennings Lion's Chapel, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Woodwell Company, Bob's Tire and Repair, O'Kent Bank Central, Soback's Pharmacy, Eddie O'Flynn's Restaurant, Capital Bowl, Grinders Owasso Floral, Mauer Heating and Cooling, Cribbs Colonial Chapel, Big John's Steak and Onion. Mason-Dixon Truck Lines, Crest Incorporated Printers, Young Oldsmobile Cadillac, Hopkins Lake IGA, Westside Pharmacy, Owasso Cinemas, Gilbert's True Value Hardware and Appliance, Key State Fame, Jumbos, Plaza Drugs, Owasso Refuse, The Leather Shop, Stewart Street Auto, Brady's and Bannon's Foodlands, and Subway.
1: can Coach Scott Muller's 11 make a statement here in their MMB opener against the visitors from St. John's? From Nick and Eastfield in Corona, I'm Ted Fatale with Chris McMillan welcoming you to our WMZX Sports Booster broadcast here on your star station. And you might have just heard the Corona Band of Gold in their rendition of the Star Spangled Banner. On the field today, unbeaten Corona takes on the hard luck 0-2 St. John's Red Wings. The Cavs should be favored here on their home turf, Chris, but what are the keys for each team to unlock the victory here tonight?
2: Well, Ted, I think the biggest key to this contest is a quick start for the Cavaliers. They come in here with momentum on their side. They're 2-0 and on this young season, and the Red Wings are struggling a little bit coming in here at 0-2. So if the Cavaliers can get off that quick start and maybe get their Red Wings down early, it might just steamroll for them.
1: What's that key again?
2: The key is a quick start. All
1: right. Quick start, and hopefully the wind isn't blowing too hard to blow somebody off the top of the press box here as (laughs) pandemonium breaks loose on top of us. Somebody definitely took a little spill but didn't fall off the press box, thank heavens. Well, we should have an excellent game here in the MMB opener. The field is in excellent condition. With the rain today, you just couldn't tell if it was going to stop or not, but it stopped, and this field has held the water very nicely. And the field condition should be no factor, but the wind blowing from the north, sort of northeast
2: a little bit, blowing towards the south. Could be a factor. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of three years ago when the Cavaliers played the Red Wings over there, and we had that gusting uh, leftover from the hurricane that year. I don't know what the name of that hurricane was that year, but it was about a 50-mile-an-hour wind. It's not quite that bad tonight.
1: Yeah, that was one of the wildest nights as far as uh, field conditions I have ever seen in my life, as it was gale force winds in St. John's. Field, though, here, as I said, very nice. A Cavaliers 2-0, and unbeaten on the season, and they're looking to prove to people that the Cavaliers are for real. In fact, Corona this season has looked very, very impressive defensively, allowing only three points to Duran last Friday night and then 19 points against state-ranked Millington the first night of the season.
2: Well, I don't think it's a stretch, Ted, to say that this is one of the biggest games in Corona High School football for the last five or six years. If they can win this game, they've got three tough ones right after that and so maybe they can get a lot of confidence going into those three tough conference games.
1: You're right it is a very important game here as they say and we got a big big home crowd on hand here in Corona. It's little Cavalier cheerleader night as as there's a bunch of young Cavalier hopeful cheerleaders of the future here going to put on a halftime performance and I've got a a little key from Debbie Bentley who's the supervisor of the cheerleaders that we're going to have a rock and rendition from the Beach Boys at halftime so you're going to stay tuned for that. Of course, we're brought to you every Friday night in doubleheader action and single game action by our WMZX Sports Boosters. And with that, Chris, let's take a listen to our first one.
2: Okay, the first one's Plaza Drug Store, and they say be prepared for the changeable weather ahead, and boy, did we see that today. Beat the virus season with a balanced intake of vitamins. Plaza Drugs has a complete supply of vitamins and nutritional supplements for your family's good health. Stop at Plaza Drugs on North M52 in Owasso.
1: St. John's won the opening toss, and rarely you see this in high school or college football, but they have elected to receive here, and they'll be down at the south goal, trying to drive it in the north. Offensively for the 0-2, St. John's Red Wings coached by Bart Colheed, and uh, their two games were against DeWitt and Lansing Waverly. They lost to DeWitt 27-7, or as Mick Cabe would finally call them DeWatt, and then Lansing Waverly defeated St. John's last Friday night 7-3, so St. John's having some problems this season scoring offensively, so maybe they want to get their hands on the ball early and try and establish something on the offense. Stepping the ball for the Red Wings, Nate Parker, he's a 165-pound junior. The two guards, Steve Korianik, he's a 155-pounder, and Matt Moon, a 160-pounder, not very big up front. The two tackles... Joel Cobb, he's a 215-pound senior, and Howie Straub, a 200 pounds twelfth grader. The tight end will be Sean Nobach, he's a six foot two, hundred ninety-pound twelfth grader, and the split end will be Damon Wilcox. Wilcox, a name we've heard throughout the years here in our broadcast. He's a 155-pound twelfth grader. Quarterback in St. John's this evening will be Corey Wells back for his second campaign at the controls as QB He's hundred and eighty-pound senior. Behind him out of the I formation will be fullback Glenn Lewis, a 5'9", 170-pound junior. And probably their go-to guy, the I-back, Ruben Mesa. He's a very quick speedster, a
2: 180 pounder He did a little bit of damage in the game last year, Mac. Yeah, you don't see the I-offense eye, eye very much anymore. That was a, a favorite in the 70s, but it's a, kind of a throwback tonight with the i Formation being run by St. John's. They do go periodically into a
1: version of the Veer offense also. Rounding out their starting 11 offensively will be Chad Konishnek. They also call him K13 because of 13 letters in his last name. He's a 5 foot, 840 pound senior. Defensively for the Cavaliers, which has been their strong point all season long, the two defensive ends Ryan Buckley, he's a 6 foot 4 senior. The other Defensive end starting tonight, Terrell Neal, his second game in a row. He's a six-foot-150-pound junior. The two gut tackles will be John Miller, and he's a good one. He's a sophomore, six foot three, two hundred and five pounds. The other tackle will be Brett Moore, a five-nine, 175-pound twelfth grader, and the nose will be scrappy Jeff Condle. He's a five foot ten, 165-pound senior. The two linebackers and the Cavaliers got a couple of good ones. Starting at one will be Brody Welty. He's a six-foot-one, 170-pound sophomore. He had 10 tackles to lead the Cavalier defensive attack last Friday night. And the big fella, number 44, Chris DeHoss Hofacker. He's a 6 foot, 235 pound senior, and he also led the way last week offensively with almost 100 yards for the Cavaliers from his fullback position. Their secondary, which is much, much improved from the last five or six years that we have seen Cavalier football. The two cornerbacks will be Joe Vondoloski, his first campaign as a varsity football player here in Corona. He is a 6 foot, 160 pound senior. The other corner will be hard hitting, jumping Josh McCarthy, a 6 foot, 390 pound senior speedster. In the safety positions, the strong safety or Sam is Scott Quirk, a 5 foot, 10, 155 pound 12th grader. And the free safety will be the speedster and the Cavalier secondary, Rob Herrick, who had eight tackles last week against the Duran Railroaders. So that sets the starting lineups here tonight. We hope you sit back and enjoy this contest. If you're in the stands here listening, we're glad to have you here tuning in to your star station, WMZX. I'm Ted Fattel alongside Chris McMillan, and we're getting ready to kick off mid-Michigan B Conference action. you got to love it, big guy.
2: you got to love it, and both these teams can throw the preseason records right out the doors right now. They don't mean anything.
1: Huge game for both teams. Coach Park Cole for St. John's wants to pick up a W. The Cavaliers want to prove their 2-0 start, no fluke. Just about ready to kick it off. It looks like Jay Miller got back into the swing. He'll boot it with the left foot. Kicks it downfield. A low line driver fielded by Hybeck. Hybeck around the right end. A couple good blocks. Still on his feet in front of the St. John's bench. Tries to cut back against the green and has run out of bounds. By a host of Cavaliers. So St. John's will start off in pretty good territory at their own 38 yard line. We mentioned Corey Wells will be the quarterback for the Red Wings. He's a 6 foot, 180 pound senior. Behind him in the I formation, Glenn Lewis and Ruben Mesa, Chad Kennishneck, K13, will be the flanker back. The Red Wings break their huddle. They're in their white jerseys, black pants, and red trim. The Cavaliers in their home black uniforms with gold pants. The Red Wings. They flank. Nobok out to the left. They're going to now a pro set formation. Both ends are split. Wells, long signal count from their 38. The first play from scrimmage here. Fumble on the field, but he picks it up. He's running around the left end. And number 20 for the Cavaliers puts his head down. Scott Quirk comes up very quickly, puts the hit on Wells. A loss in the backfield for the Red Wings.
2: Quirk and Miller was also in there. Good penetration. That's what we saw last week against Duran in the second half, and the Cavaliers' defense picks it right up off the bat.
1: The Cavalier Chrome Dome Patrol tonight, as many Cavaliers have got the shaved version of haircut tonight, Chris. Following the old volleyball team in the Olympics, I guess. Team Unity. Coaches love to see that. Now they're back in the eye. Man in the slot to the right. Special K. Corey Wells. Long count once again. Misa, the deep back. He fumbles it again and has to fall on it, and there's some misconnections between center, Nate Parker, and Corey Wells here. First two plays from scrimmage, both fumbled on the exchange.
2: Boy, a lot of fans take that play for granted, but that's the important part of the play. That's where it starts, and we saw Duran had a lot of troubles with that last week.
1: I'll tell you what, I think Coach Scott Moeller feels very comfortable with his secondary because he's been going a lot more to his stunts by his linebackers. Puts a lot of pressure on the offensive line and the quarterback. Third down and 16 from their own 30, the Red Wings. Corey Wells takes the snap this time. Little counter play to his eye back, but flags are all over the gridiron here in Corona. The little Cavalier cheerleaders on the track trying to fire up this overflow home crowd in Nick and Field. Let's wait and see what the penalty is here. Illegal procedure on the Red Wings. And they'll take the five yards. That's
2: a... That was a dead ball infraction, so they'll take the five yards off. Red Wings offense is starting a little bit early. Two fumbled exchanges and a penalty.
1: I'll tell you, that has been their, uh, their obvious weakness so far in the season as they only scored seven points their first night and three points last week. Ten points for two games is not going to win you many games. I formation, Corey Wells. Third down and 21 from the 25. Wells, options to the right. Finally gets it to Misa. and Miza is Bulldog. Excellent by Joe Vondoloski. Joe coming up quickly and putting the hit on the eye back, Ruben Misa And the Red Wings going nowhere but backwards.
2: Well, this Cavalier defense is starting right out in full gear, getting great penetration from Vondoloski, who is just a, a hitter. I'm telling you, this kid hits. I like this defense that they hit. I'm telling you, they hit. They
1: hit, big guy. They hit is right. Punting situation for the Red Wings. Booting the ball for St. John's will be Matt Olmstead. Deep for the Cavaliers will be Josh McCarthy along with Rob Herrick. Herrick standing right at midfield. Olmstead. Low snap, but the left footer gets it up high end over end. Herrick signals he wants a fair catch, and he catches it right at the St. John's 40, so the Cavaliers will take over in good field position. Offensively for Corona, Pat Mahan will snap the ball. He's a 200-pound senior. The two guards will be Sean Fitzgerald and John Miller. The two tackles, Mark Buckley and Scott Sexton. Ryan Buckley will start out at the tight end position. Josh McCarthy will be the split end. In the wishbone formation, Steve Bentley will quarterback once again, the junior. Behind him, the Hoss, Chris Hofacker. The two halfbacks out of the bone will be Jay Miller and Rob Herrick. Nice Bentley <laughs> over center Mahan. He splits out McCarthy out to the left. The Cavaliers driving to the south. Hand off to Herrick. Herrick gets a couple blocks, breaks into the secondary, dives for a first down. Inside the 30 to about the 29. Scott Bryah. The first man there for the Red Wings has to come up from his cornerback position. St. John starting out in a 5-2. Their front wall is Kevin Sturgis and Dusty Damon. in the ends. The three tackles, Aaron Still, Steve Korianik, and Gil Barish. Korianek the nose. The two linebackers, Josh Fidoa and Jay Green in the secondary rounded out by Bryah, is Damon Wilcox, Matt Felposh, and Sean Heibach. Heibach, a good one. McCarthy split right this time. Bentley hands it off to the big guy. Hofacker, Hofacker gets three or four before he's brought down by Jay Green.
2: Right away, the Cavaliers' offense has got the St. John's defense in a hole, and let's see if they can put an arrow in their heart right off the bat.
1: Coach Scott Moeller rotating Scott Quirk and Rob Herrick into the game. Quirk was just in there. He comes out. Herrick back in for him. Second down, eight yards to go. The Cavaliers, they have it at the St. John's 28-yard line. Eight minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the opening, 12 minutes of play. McCarthy, he'll split left. Bentley, out of the bone. Long signal count. Fakes it to his fullback, gets it to Herrick. Herrick tripped up in the backfield. Excellent defensive play that time by... Defensive end, Kevin Sturgis for the Red Wings. He penetrated through the line very quickly and put the hit on in the backfield.
2: Certainly did, and that brings up a big third and nine. It'll be an interesting play call here. I think they have the win with them, so we'll see what they call.
1: Quirk and Vondelasky check in the lineup right now. Vondelasky will come in for Buckley. Buckley more of a blocking tight end. Vondelasky has the good hands. He's on the right tight side right now, McCarthy will split left out of the bone, you can look maybe for Vondoloski here to try and find a seam out in the right flat, Bentley, he's looking that way, throws it down the right sideline Vondoloski, one hand effort couldn't quite haul it in, pretty good coverage by the Red Wings, but the play was there and the pass was there by Bentley just excellent coverage by the St. John's secondary.
2: Yeah, that was a pretty pass from Bentley, nice touch on that right in Vondoloski's hands, he just couldn't hold on to it and I'm telling you, the young man took a hit after he dropped the ball too
1: Fourth and nine. The Cavaliers going to go for it here. Why not? From the St. John's 29-yard line. 7.43 to go in the first quarter. See what kind of trick we can pull out of Coach Scott Muller's bag here. McCarthy will split out on the right. Right in front of the Cavalier bench here on the short side. Vondoloski tight to the left. Bentley hands it off to Herrick up the middle. Not much there. And St. John's holds. So they will take over. First and ten from their own 25-yard line.
2: A little surprise with the play call there, Ted. They must have saw something on that side of the ball. I thought they might, we might see our first pitch off the bone, but we didn't. Nope. Still playing a little close to the
1: vest here in the early going. First and ten, the Red Wings. Seven and a half minutes to go here in period number one from Corona. Don't forget to stay tuned for second game action on WMZX. Owasso will play host to the Swartz Creek Dragons. Denny Herkin, Mark Erickson. Mike side for that one. Out of the eye. They send a motion in the left here. Quarterback goes back, hands it off to Misa. No, he fakes it and keeps himself around the right end. Gets a couple blocks and then dives for the stick.
2: A little bit short, but a good little run that time by Corey Wells and a nicely designed play. Certainly was well executed by Wells. Everybody thought the halfback had the ball, but he didn't. You know, I love this eye offense. That When you got a good running back, it gets him a chance to see with the holes opening up. No score here in Corona. St. John's with the ball. Both
1: teams had it once already for a series, and... Couldn't get much going. The Red Wings. They split a man out here to the left on the wide side. Back to an I formation, but both receivers are split. Wells. Miscommunication again in the snap of the Cavalier front wall. Really put some pressure on Condle in very quickly along with Brett Moore.
2: I think Wells is getting a little frustrated with his center. Parker and they better get it together or they're going to find themselves in an even bigger hole.
1: Parker a junior and he's having some problems with this Cavalier front wall. Condal Moore, Miller, Miller and Buckley. You know once you do that
2: two or three times it becomes a head thing and I'm sure the Cavalier defense is letting him know every time he comes up to the line of scrimmage.
1: Third and five the Red Wings from their own 31 yard line. 6.15 to go here in period number one. Corey Wells sends a man in motion out to the right. That's Chad K13. They hand it off up the middle, and fighting for extra yardage is Glenn Lewis, the fullback. He's going to be close to a first down. They might have to bring out the sticks. Let's just wait and see after they unpile. Good tackling that time by Welty along with Scott Quirk. Referee signals they're going to bring out the chain, so while they do, let's take a little listen to this.
2: When you're downtown shopping and start getting hungry, if you simply rather not cook a meal, stop in at Jumbo's at 200 South Washington Street downtown. They serve fine lunches, dinner, and your favorite beverages. Jumbo's, the place to go in downtown Owasso.
1: You know, we do have a scoring update. In the ribs versus burger wars between Eddie O'Flynn's and Jumbo's, for the benefit of Shiawassee United Way... The totals as of this morning are Eddie O's $472, Jumbo's $554.50 for a total of $1,026.50 raised for the United Way. The contest sponsored by WOAP and WMZX continues through the 27th of the month. That's $1 per rib order and 50 cents per burger is donated by both of those restaurants and what an excellent way to give money to charity.
2: No losers in that contest. No
1: losers at all. No losers here for St. John's either as they pick up the first down. They send the man in motion to the left. Wells pitches it back to Mesa. Mesa has some room around the right end. Crosses the 40, 45, dives up close to midfield before he's run out of bounds by McCarthy along with Herrick, but a good hard run and good blocking that time by
2: the Red Wings. Mesa showing some of that speed. him that quick pitch and let him get around the end, and he did a good job that time. Cavaliers are going to have to contain on the outside. Ball right
1: at midfield. First and 10, St. John's. Well, now they move it back just a little bit. It's still in Red Wing territory at the 48 yard line. Corey Wells brings the Red Wings out of the huddle. They flock to the line. Wells, the senior quarterback, looks over the Cavalier line. He'll send K13 in motion to the left. Here's a handoff to his fullback, Lewis, up the middle, running hard, gets about three yards, Hofacker along with Welty
2: and Condell in on the hit. Red Wings might find the middle of that interior defensively for the Cavaliers. Very tough tonight.
1: Right now they're putting together a pretty good drive. I want to say hello to all you people out there listening on Walkmans tonight. We know in Owasso, Mike Selleck and his family are at the game. and I want to say hello to Mike, a regular listener here, and one of our sponsors on Monday Night Sports Forum. You're going to want to be tuning into that because we've got a couple special awards we're going to be giving away every week sponsored by Selleck. Out of the I formation, under five minutes to go here. St. John's with it, second and seven right at midfield. Here's a handoff to Meza. Meza finds no room at all. Buckley the first one there to put the helmet on the numbers. Ryan Buckley, the foot, 185-pound senior. Nice job from his defensive end that time coming in and putting on the hat.
2: That's been the Cavaliers' strength so far in these first couple games is their run defense. and It's very hard to run between the tackles on this current team.
1: Sean Fitzgerald checks in the lineup now for Hofacker. Third down and six. The Red Wings in Corona territory at the 49-yard line. Out of the eye. Both ends in tight. Now they send Chad Kneneshek in motion here to the left. Wells looking that way. Throws it over the middle. Up in the air. It is caught. And then there's a flag on the field, and who has the ball? It looks like Vondoloski picked it up. Now let's wait and see. There, I believe it's an interference, and I don't know if they're going to call it on Corona or not, Macker.
2: No, uh, the receiver caught the ball, Ted. I think the interference is on, going to be on Vondoloski, so I think it's a good play. It wasn't a great throw, but it was a nice catch. He went up in traffic and just hauled it down.
1: It is interference on the Cavaliers. First and ten, it's going to be for the Red Wings. An excellent play. The receiver shielded his body, or shielded himself with his body to go up and get the ball, and an excellent play.
2: I think it was just a matter there that the receiver was a few inches taller than in, in Vondolowski, and he just used his body well.
1: Well, they're talking it over on the field right now, and as I mentioned momentarily, or a moment ago, don't forget to keep that dial tuned right where it's at, 103.9. Immediately following this game, Approximately 10 o'clock, you can hear in its entirety the owasso Swartz Creek Dragon Contest from Willman Field. Dennis Herka and Mark Erickson, the tallest broadcast team in history, I believe, for football, at the mic.
2: Did you ex- explain that K-13 stuff?
1: Well, I'll explain it again. St. <laughs> John's has a, a gentleman on their team. His name is Chad Kenishneck. Okay. I got it right that time. Thirteen letters in his last name, and... From now on, going to be referred to as K-13. 4.03 to go here in the first. St. John's marching down the field, trying to knock it in the north end zone. First and ten from the Cavalier, 34-yard line. Hand off to Mesa. Meza up the middle, hit first by Fitzgerald, along with Condal and Bratmore. Moore. There is not much room up the middle, that's for sure. But St. John's on this drive, mixing it up nicely.
2: Certainly, have. Yeah, they ran off about six minutes of the clock in this quarter. They've uh, moved it about 50 yards. They've got a big second eight.
1: I want to say hello to another headphone regular in the stands tonight, our good friend Mike Crane. Hi, Mike. Long time Corona Cavalier booster, and you know it. Second down and eight from the 36 of Corona. St. John's with the ball, one back behind quarterback Corey Wells. Wells, back to pass, looking on the right side, throws it out. A little bit too long for the intended receiver, Ruben Meza.
2: Red Wings doing a good job of picking up the blitzing linebackers that time, left them one-on-one coverage out on the wing, and the ball was just a little bit overthrown.
1: Brody Welty, the sophomore, comes in the lineup now for Fitzgerald. It is passing situation for the Red Wings. You might look for a little stunt here by the Cavaliers, just a prediction, just a hunch. Third and eight, they're going to want to get some kind of pressure on the quarterback. Three minutes, 20 seconds to go. The clock has stopped. St. John's going into the wind. Trying to drive it in that north end zone. Short side of the field right below us here in front of the Cavalier bench. They have a man split that way. Quarterback Corey Wells sends a man in motion the other way. Long count, fakes it to his fullback on the option right. Wells keeps it. His hit. And hit hard. Jay Miller along with McCarthy coming up quick. And Hofacker in on the tackle there for the Golden Black.
2: That brings up an interesting call here, 4th and 5.
1: 4th and 5, St. John's, 3 minutes to go here, and it is an important call as they call a timeout on the field. As I mentioned, the score, Corona 0, St. John's 0, 2.56 to go here in period number 1.
2: See Bob's Tire and Repair for dependable service there. Unaroyal Metro 25 Car Care Center offering wheel alignment, brakes, and stretch service since 1927. Bob's Tire at 1836 Front Avenue has been serving this area. See Bob's Tire for the famous Uniroyal Tiger Paw and the Radio Radio Tires. Sports fans all agree that Eddie O'Flynn's is the place to be before and after the game. Casual dining, cocktails, and delicious desserts are featured. That's Eddie O's where the good times begin. And you'll find Eddie O's at 2280 West M21. Owasso.
1: You know, if you like ribs or if you like burgers... You stop in to either Eddie O'Flynn's for your ribs or Jumbo's for your burgers, and there will be some donations being made to the United Way with no charge
2: to you, the consumer. What a deal. And I bet you they also have your favorite beverages at those places also. Absolutely. And right now,
1: Jumbo's is leading the contest, $554 to 472 as of this morning. Fourth and five here on the field. St. John's out of their timeout, looking over the situation. Both receivers split one back behind quarterback Corey Wells. A man in the slot left also. Long count, trying to drive the Cavaliers off sides. Wells looking to pass, throws it over the middle, complete, and a hit. And it causes a fumble, so it's going to be waved off incomplete. Who was that Chrome Dome Crusader for the Cavaliers? Looked like it was hard-hitting Mark Wyckoff, number 22, who has played very well this season for the Cavaliers. He put the helmet right on the numbers. The pass was there, but he jarred it loose.
2: Well, you said it all. That was a nice play all the way around. Wells put the ball right on the numbers and a very hard hit right after he caught it.
1: That's mid-Michigan B football there, folks. Hard-hitting variety. First and ten, the Cavaliers will have it. They'll break their huddle offensively. The junior, Steve Bentley, breaks him out of the huddle. Out of the wishbone. Last week, keep in mind, they ran the wishbone exclusively in the first half against Iran, and then they went to the eye bone the second half, or the flex. They're going to that right now. They'll split out both the receivers and put two men in the slot. Only Hofacker behind Bentley. McCarthy goes in motion left. Bentley keeps it. On the quarterback option, gets a couple tackles broke, and there's a flag thrown in the pile, and usually when it comes from the back judge, that usually is a holding on the Cavaliers, but let's just wait and see.
2: Nice job inside running there by Bentley, but unfortunately that baby is going to be coming back.
1: A little bit too much of grabbing of the jersey by the Cavaliers that time, and that play is going to be coming back pretty well conceived. Bentley did a nice job that time on the read and uh, read his blocks well, and the blocks were just a little bit too
2: well. First time we've seen him run the option wide tonight, looking for that pitch play to open up. Got to bust that middle a few times to open up that pitch play.
1: Well, we want to encourage any of you people out there listening at home or here in the stands, definitely bring your Walkmans and headphones along and listen to the games on Friday nights. And if you want to come on up before the games and give us a little note, we'll give you a plug on the air. We know uh, there's a lovely lady here tonight with the headphones on, Alana Kelly.
2: Just don't be throwing anything at us. Just don't throw anything at us.
1: And hello to everybody out there listening tonight, especially Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly. Out of the bone, the Cavaliers with the ball. They'll go back now into the flex bone. One back. Hofacker behind Bentley. McCarthy in motion to the left. Bentley keeps it himself. No room at all. Hit by Aaron Stills along with Josh Fedowa and Damon Wilcox coming up quickly there. That option was just not there.
2: You know what they say? You have running backs for a reason. Your quarterbacks there for a reason. Let's start giving the ball to the people that are supposed to be running that ball, huh?
1: Second down and twenty. Two oh nine to go here in the first quarter. The Cavaliers have it at their own twenty-yard line. No score on the board. Cavaliers with the wind at their back, but not for much longer. It's a very strong wind coming out of the north, blowing south. Eye bone once again. This time Herrick goes in motion to the right. Herrick looks over the middle. And then it's a pass complete to McCarthy. McCarthy hauls it in with one hand and jumping Josh gets it to about the 35-yard line. Excellent completion that time by Bentley to Josh McCarthy.
2: Tremendous athleticism there by McCarthy going up in one hand. He looked a little bit like Jerry Rice going over the middle. And I'll tell you what, this kid has no fear. He caught that in heavy traffic. Gets him
1: a a little breathing room right now. It brings up a third down and five call for Coach Scott Muller. Assisted tonight again by Chris Curtis and Tony Bohack. Minute eight. Out of the flex bone. Flex or eye bone, whatever you want to call it. Bentley fumbles it out in the snap. Picks it back up. Look, and he's scrambling. He's running for his life around the left end, and in he is Bulldog to the turf. Heads up play by Bentley to pick it up. I thought maybe he'd pull a Steve Young and get something out of it, but heavy pursuit by the Red Wings. Corianic along with Jay Green and Fedowa.
3: ball 39.
1: Look, on it. it. Looks like Bentley lost the handle in the pile and it was recovered by St. John's. First big break of the night and it goes the Red Wings way.
2: Long ways for us to see all the way over on the other side of the field but St. John's people were definitely jumping up and down over something.
1: Fumble recovery by St. John's. 45 seconds to go. They have it. First and 10 from the Corona. 29. Into the wind. Corey Wells. Long count. Quick pitches back to Misa. Misa is just bulldogged. Heavy pursuit by the Cavaliers. They were not fooled. John Miller, the sophomore, the first one there, along with Scott Quirk, and they came up in a hurry.
2: It's the fourth play that St. John's ran that's resulted in negative yardage, and the Cavaliers had a lot of those last week against Duran.
1: Looks like it's going to be a hard-hitting defensive affair here if this first quarter is any indication of what's going to go on here on the gridiron at Nickanese Field. I don't think they're going to get the playoff as we're down to two seconds in the corner, and there is the whistle. That will end the first period of play here in Corona with St. John Zero and the host Cavaliers, also Zero.
2: At Cribs Colonial Chapel, every funeral service is reverent, dignified, and completely in accordance with your religious beliefs, no matter how much or how little you spend. They provide an environment where close friends and relatives can give you the help you need to face the future. Cribs Colonial Chapel in Corona. The leather shop at 206 South Washington Street offers one of the last great bargains in America, shoe repair. apply new soles or heels is a great savings. You owe it to yourself to discover the value of shoe repair. Stop at the leather shop at 206 South Washington, downtown Owasso. Mason Dixon Truck Lines is a hauler of lighter heavy machinery and general commodity. They have over 5,000 trucks on the road with satellite tracking for just-in-time deliveries that can locate trucks within a tenth of a mile. That's Mason-Dixon Truck Lines, serving 48 states and all of Canada. Call them at 725-8139 today. Ted
1: Fatale alongside Chris McMillan here at Nick Field Eastfield in Corona. A scoreless first quarter. Anything stands out statistically here, Macker?
2: Well, not so much statistically, Ted. There hasn't been a lot of offense, but the Cavaliers had their chance early. They had good field position after a poor punt and came up with nothing, and now St. John's finds themselves knocking at the door.
1: Knocking at the door with the wind on their side behind quarterback Corey Wells, second and 13 from the Corona 32-yard line. Pro set formation, the Red Wings. Wells takes the snap. Little little counteraction to Misa. Not much there up the middle. Hofacker the first one there big Chris the Hoss Hofacker along with Ryan Buckley in on the tackle
2: The defense against the run continues to be the bright spot so far for the Cavaliers very hard running inside on this team
1: got to look for the Red Wings to take off and fly this time third and 11 from the Corona 30 with the wind at his back Corey Wells breaks the Red Wings out of the huddle I formation Man split left on the short side in front of the Red Wing bench. Sends a man in motion, K-13, here to the right. Watch out for him. Wells looking his way, and then he's sacked in the backfield. Jeff Condell shot through there like a hot butter knife and sacked quarterback
2: Corey Wells. I'll tell you what, Condell must have the play count down. He was in there before the center. was even standing up in his position to block
1: 11 minutes to go here in the second quarter and Condal was in there in a hurry and that's a lot of, lot of effort by Jeffrey and you know, a lot of people question maybe small nose
2: tackles but right there's an advantage because they're quick. Well Chestnames made a living on them for a long time with those small nose tackles that are quick.
1: 4th and 15 the Red Wings. They're going to go for it from the Cavalier 34. Passing situation one back behind quarterback Corey Wells. Two men split out to the right one split left. Condal tried to get through there. Got blocked that time. Now Wells is rolling, Launches it downfield. Way overthrown for the intended receiver. Miza. Good coverage that time by the Sam. Defensive back for Corona.
2: Scotty Quirk. Condal almost got him again. He's just shooting that gap and just letting it all fly.
1: Well, downs once again. No punts in this game so far. Both teams getting into four-down territory and failing. So, Corona will take over. Now, go offensively with... The junior, Steve Bentley, at quarterback. Pat Mahon will snap the ball. No score here in this game from Corona. A minute and a half gone in, period number two. The players take off their helmets. They look like aliens from a Klingon planet.
2: It's hard to tell when they do have their helmets off.
1: A lot of the players have shaved their heads if you're just tuning in. Team effort. Corona out of the eye bone. Bentley takes the snap. It looked like he fumbled it. Flags are flying all over the place. Pack judge threw his up so high it landed right on Bentley's head, and
2: now let's see what the penalty situation is here. We got a little movement on the right side of that offensive line. Either okay. team's looking too sharp offensively.
1: No, they are. Well, I think uh, you know this is a similar game to opening night of the season because it is a new season start of MMB play. Both teams knows if you start off with a loss opening night in league play, you can just about kiss the season goodbye as far as getting the championship. About the best you can hope for then is a tie. That's in most seasons. This year it seems very well-rounded in the MMB. Out of the eye bone once again. McCarthy comes in motion this way. Bentley looking his way. He keeps it himself. Has some room. Cuts back against the green. Gets a block by Vondoloski and makes up the five-yard loss. Baby picked up six on the play. Takes it to about the 35-yard line of Corona.
2: Looked like that play was going to open up for a big game, but the St. John's linebackers did a good job of coming back and collapsing
1: McCarthy came in motion, and St. John's is doing a real nice job going on him immediately. That's where Bentley is going to have to tuck in the pigskin and cut it upfield.
2: Yeah, after that first game, everybody's going to be keying on number one.
1: Cavaliers send out. Jeff Cowdery left here. Man in motion to the right. Handoff up the middle to Hofacker. Not much there at all. Brought down by Korianik along with Aaron Stills.
2: Opacker really definitely seems to be a second-half runner. He struggles a little bit in the first half. You know, A lot of that could be blamed on uh, fine work of the defenses against him, but in the second half of each game, he's really broken some nice runs. Well, Coach Scott Moeller has made his adjustments early in the game here, uh, breaking out of
1: the straight wishbone for the most part and going to the flex bone, and they'll go back to it right here. Quirk in the slot left. Miller split right. They send Quirk in motion to the right. Bentley. Nearly couldn't get it to him. Now keeps it himself around the right end, and he better tuck that ball in. He's brought down by Scott Bryatt for a loss.
2: Bentley carrying that ball very, very dangerously. Well, we're seeing Bentley run the ball a lot more than we have in the first two games. I don't know. It must be something they saw on the films during the week, but... Um I'd like to see him hand that ball out to the running backs a little bit.
1: I think he's having some problem right now with the reads on the blocking, and that uh, St. John's defense is playing very, very well so far. There hasn't been a lot there. Back to punt for the Cavaliers will be Jay Miller. Second punt, actually. Olmstead did punt earlier one time. Here's the snap by Moore. It's a good one. Miller gets it up. Good leg by Miller. Punts it down to about the 35-yard line. K13 has it. He runs around the left side. Brought down by Sean Fitzgerald right at the 40-yard line. So the Red Wings will take over offensively again. No score here in Corona. 8.23 to go in our first half. You're going to want to stay tuned at halftime as you'll be able to listen to the outstanding version of the Corona Band of Gold here. They'll be putting on a halftime performance and also we'll have the Beach Boys and the Little Cavalier cheerleaders are out here tonight in front of this big home crowd trying to rouse them up. The Beach Boys are here? The Beach Boys are making an appearance. Brian Wilson is out of his coma. No score here in Corona St. John's with the ball. K13 in motion to the right. I formation. Little look in over the middle. they have a man wide open. Sean Novak crosses the 40, to the 30, inside the 25, 4, 3, 2, 1, touchdown, St. John's. 60-yard touchdown completion by quarterback Corey Wells to Sean Nobach. Just a play-action pass, a little fake to his fullback, Lewis, and Novak caught the ball and had forever to run.
2: Well, that was just a great play call. The little fake there froze... Cavaliers safeties and they were up too tight and the ball was caught right between them before they knew it it was over. 60 yards in a cloud of dust
1: 6 to zip. The Red Wings are on top and they're going to try the extra point attempt. They struck in a hurry. Matt Olmstead will do the booting Howie Straub will snap it Damon Wilcox on his knee he puts it down at the 10. The kick up by Olmstead and it is good by number 81, Matt Olmstead. So
2: 801
1: one to go here in the first half. Seven zip the Red Wings.
2: The Owasso Cinemas in the Comstock Center in downtown Owasso invites you to stop in after the game. Movies that start at 11 p.m. or after are just $3 per person. So top off the evening with a good movie now showing Unforgiven. I give that a 10. Pet Cemetery 2, haven't seen it. Death Becomes Her, haven't seen it. Honeymoon in Vegas, haven't seen it. And Sneakers, haven't seen it. They all sound good, though. Robins Furniture is pleased to be one of the sponsors of this game Visit Robins Furniture of Owasso for the best value and largest selection in home furnishings They're open Tuesday and Friday till 9 Robins Furniture, one mile west of downtown It's worth the drive to Owasso, especially if you live here
1: Quick strike St. John's A 60-yard pass completion from quarterback Corey Wells to Sean Nobach And all of a sudden the Red Wings on top 7 to nothing. You know, the Red Wings probably did an excellent job of scouting, and in the early portion of this game, the Cavaliers putting tremendous pressure on the quarterback, and the Cavaliers got sucked in a little bit that time and paid for it.
2: Safety has definitely got sucked in. First down, they were looking for the run all the way.
1: Excellent call by Bart Colheed and his staff, Keith Haskey and Dirk Besko. This is WMC Axel Wasso. Here's the kick. Kicked by Olmstead, fielded by McCarthy. Down the right side, crosses the 25-30. Breaks outside to about the 35 and then is brought down. We have a flag on the field right at the 35. Wyckoff and number 51 for the Red Wings. Devin Elsa, we're tied up a little bit. And let's wait and see what this flag is.
2: You know, so far the flex bone or whatever wish bone they're running hasn't been able to get loosened up yet. I'd like to see him come on, first down a little bit like St. John's did and throw the ball once in a while and keep you off guard and especially get number one the ball once in a while.
1: The only problem with that right now for the Cavaliers is they're facing a very strong wind. It's sort of a crosswind. And to make matters worse, they're just penalized 15 right now for a clip.
2: That definitely hurts after a nice little run back by McCarthy. It's hard to tell how much of a factor that wind is. It looks like it's a little bit of a factor, though.
1: Well, believe me, it is. And you know, uh, Brother John, not much of an arm as a quarterback well he threw the football to me when I was down there at pregame and uh, that baby went about 10 yards and fluttered to the grass and that's about five yards farther than he can usually throw it <laughs> you guys are down there running 40s for times right you? <laughs> <laughs> we were doing our stress tests before the game first and 10 the Cavaliers they have it at their own 20. 750 to go here in the first seven zip St. John's out of the straight wishbone Cavaliers Hand it off to Jay Miller. Miller gets about five or six. Brought down by Jay Green and Matt Felposh. Good blocking that time by the Cavaliers' sophomore John Miller and Scott Sexton. Eric out. Scott Quirk
2: in. Cavaliers trying to establish some dominance on that offensive front. They haven't been able to find it so far tonight. Maybe this is the drive. McCarthy comes in for Ryan Buckley.
1: Second down and two from the Cavalier 28. Corona trails at seven to zip. McCarthy will split left. Wide side of the field, right below us in front of the Cavalier bench. Bentley fumbles it, scrambles around left side, and he's in real trouble, and he is sacked. Josh Fedowa,
2: in on the hit.
1: Also in on the tackle was Dusty Damon.
2: Boy, we've seen a lot of bad center, quarterback center exchanges for every team we've seen this year so far, and uh, that just shouldn't be happening in the third game of the season.
1: Pat Mahan snapping the ball for Corona, Steve Bentley, the quarterback and they are having some problems. That's at least the third time tonight they've mishandled connections center to quarterback. Third down and nine. McCarthy will split left. Bentley hands it off to Miller. Miller hit hard, still on his feet, still on his feet. Breaks three tackles, crosses the 35, inside the 40 to about the 42-yard line. Tremendous athleticism that time by Jay Miller. Got the first down all by himself.
2: That was one of the best 19-yard runs you'll ever see a young man make. He broke about five tackles on sheer effort.
1: A la Barry Sanders that time by Mr. Jay Miller. He's a five-foot-ten, 190-pound 12th grader. If you get a chance tonight, you want to w- might want to watch the scoreboard show on Channel 12 as they're here with a film crew. Here's a handoff up the middle to Chris Horf- Hofacker. Of course, you're not going to want to turn down the radio, you're going to want to turn down the TV, but you can watch the highlights and listen to game two of our doubleheader right here on WMZX. Hofacker, only a couple yards gained up the middle that time.
2: Boy, Wasso ran into a buzzsaw last week, didn't they, in that Flushing team?
1: Yes, they did, and according to Scott or Tom Harkema, it wasn't so much that Flushing was that good, it's just Owasso didn't play that well. I don't know if that's just a typical mm, coaching statement or what.
2: It sounds like a typical coaching statement. We'll be talking with him
1: again this Monday night. Second down and eight from the 44-yard line of Corona. The Cavaliers out of the wishbone. McCarthy split left. Bentley looking right. Hits Vondoloski. Crosses midfield to the 45. Inside the 45. And we have a face mask going to be called on the Red Wings. Posh. But an excellent play that time. Little look in past a tight end. Joe Vondoloski takes it into Red Wing territory. And you called it, big fella. They're opening it up a little bit. Starting to pay off.
2: Got to give a lot of credit to Bentley with a nice little fake that froze the safety, Bondoloski cutting across the middle, perfect timing on the pattern. You
1: know, there's a lot to be said for a play
2: fake at the varsity high school level. If a quarterback can
1: really make the defense think he's handing that ball off and the halfback or fullback really makes a good fake, that freezes everybody. They're going for the ball carrier right then and there, and that will open up that one
2: split second where you'll find a guy in the seam. Yeah, he was wide open in this team. You see that play run so perfectly, and you wonder, why well, they don't run it every time, but it just doesn't open up like that every time.
1: Five and a half minutes to go here in the first half from Nick and Eastfield in Corona. The St. John's Red Wings on top, seven to zip, but Corona is driving. Corona trying to knock it into the north end zone, and they got the wind in their face. It's going to play some havoc on any extra point or field goal attempts in that end, too, Macker. You might want to mark that down on your memory bank. From the 21, the Cavaliers have it. St. John's territory, they'll split McCarthy out to the right. Bentley, straight handoff to Holfacker, and there is not much there. The front wall of St. John's doing an outstanding job. Aaron Stills, Steve Korianik, and Gil Barish, the three tackles. And we have uh, Fumble, it's saying, on the field, I believe. I didn't see that one either, Macker, and it was a late indication, but evidently they pulled the ball out, and St. John's has the ball.
2: Must have stripped from him. He's going down. There's a lot of bodies in the middle there. It's the second fumble the Cavaliers have lost tonight.
1: Well, if you people at home are wondering why in the heck we're not kind of staying on top of this, nobody up here in the press box is getting any indication from the referees when there's a fumble on the field.
2: We didn't get any indication that the extra point was good. But we'll rally on anyways.
1: First and ten, St. John's. Cavaliers had a nice drive going and turn it over. Corona right now has got to be careful they don't trail by any more than seven to zip at halftime. High formation, they send K-13 in motion to the left. Wells. Gets a heavy rush, but he gets out of the grasp of one of the Cavaliers and pitches to Miza. Miza, excellent, running into the secondary, gets 10 yards plus, finally brought down by Vondelaski but takes it across the 30 to about the 33-yard line before Vondelaski and Herrick could bring down Miza.
2: Nice job of running by Miza and a poor job of tackling by the current Cavaliers defense. They had that play broken down six yards in the backfield, but just couldn't wrap them up.
1: Terrell Neal was almost in the quarterback's face, but not quite quick enough. Corey Wells, over center. Takes a snap, it's up in the air, fumbled! And it looks like it took a fortunate bounce for the Red Wings as fullback Glenn Lewis caught it in midair right
2: at the line of scrimmage.
1: And St. John's hangs
2: on to possession. Know, it all looked like that time to me. The right, side of the, oh, the right side of the St. John's team was moving before the ball was hiked, but we had no yellow flag. Oh, we did. Oh, we did. We've had
1: illegal procedure. The referee didn't want to see it flying downfield. He picked it up in a hurry. Illegal procedure, St. John's. Corona takes the penalty.
2: Didn't want to see it flying downfield, huh? <laughs> okay. Don't they have weighted balls in those? Well,
1: the wind is pretty, pretty hard and heavy here tonight, so it could have picked it up and carried it away. The pellets might have fell out. High formation for St. John's. First and 15 from their own 28. Corey Wells with the wind at his back. Cavalier secondary backs up a step or two. Looked like maybe a little more movement, but no, and Wells keeps it himself around the right side. Von Vondoloski was the first player there to put the shoulder pads on, along with John Miller and Welty, Brody Welty. And Herrick is shaking up on the play. It looks like he sprained his ankle a little bit, trying to walk it off. Corona going to send a player in for him right now, Travis Riley, in for Herrick.
2: Speaking of ankles, what a gutty performance by Bernie Kosar in that Monday night game, playing the last three quarters on a fractured ankle.
1: Unbelievable. I've always liked Bernie Kosar. I always wish they put a little better team around him, because I've always liked the Cleveland Browns. But... It was. And that was an outstanding Monday night game in the fourth quarter.
2: Yes, if you could still stay awake that long. That's for sure.
1: They need to start those games at 8 o'clock, maybe. <laughs> One back behind quarterback Corey Wells. Second and 14 from the 29. Back to pass. Throws it over the middle. Complete. Complete to number 44 for St. John's. Jay Green. And number 44 for Corona. Hofacker, along with Brett Moore in on the tackle. Completed pass for about five or six yards, but it's going to bring up a third down and about eight for the Red Wings from their own 35 yard line. We got two and a half minutes to go here in the first half. And look at all the young cheerleaders gathered out on the track, Chris, for our halftime performance.
2: Okay, I see them. There's millions of them. I'm telling there's millions of them.
1: Millions and millions. Channel 12 will get a shot of those young cheerleaders, I can guarantee it. One back behind quarterback, Corey Wells. Passing situation. The Cavaliers don't have too many men back. They're going to come all out, and he's got time. He snuck away and found a man. And now let's see where the mark is. Number 22 hauled in the pass for the Red Wings. Scott Brya.
2: And he's good short. tackle. Is he short? Manson? short a little bit. It looks like he had it. He had it past the mark. Whoa! Now they're giving him the. They're not even bringing out a measurement. Wow. That's you know, all is short. I'm sitting right in front of it. And they moved the chains in a hurry. And Donnie Butcher, we got to get him questioning these calls. Well, you got
1: to ask for a measurement when you want one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what happened, Chris. It looked like he had it on the momentum and then was knocked back, but then where they put the ball down, it definitely wasn't. But we have no say in
2: the matter. I am definitely a homer. you got to remember that. <laughs> homer.
1: First down, St. John's. First and ten from their own 43-yard line, a minute and a half to go in the half. One back, passing situation possibly for the Red Wings. Long count by Wells. Hands it off up the middle. Good run that time by Glenn Lewis, his fullback. Gets about four. Brought down by Herrick went back in the game along with Scott Quirk. I'll tell you, the pads are a-popping out there.
2: I'd say the 23 minutes ran off the clock in the first half. St. John's had the ball probably 15 of those minutes.
1: They have definitely had the ball the majority of the time. Scott Moeller has definitely got his hands full with second-half adjustments. Right now, St. John's has a lot of momentum on their side, and we have a timeout on the field. And on the timeout, with a minute one to go, the score, Corona trailing St. John's, 7 to zip.
2: Life is full of give and take, and right now St. John's is giving a little and the Cavaliers are taking a little. And that's good unless someone has given you a dead defender. If that happens, take it to the experts at Stewart Street Auto at 1225 West Stewart. They do top-quality bumping and painting so your vehicle will soon look like new again. When you shop the Foodland stores, Brady's and Crona and Bannon's in Owasso, you'll find every shelf and display case is filled with the finest items. They're open daily, 8.30 a.m. till 8 p.m. for your shopping convenience. That's Brady's and Crona, Bannon's in Owasso. And like we have been telling you, there is a contest between Eddie O'Flynn's and Jumbles, all in the name of raising funds for the Shawassee United Way, sponsored by WMZX. For each dinner ordered at Eddie O'Flynn's, a dollar goes to United Way, and for each hamburger sold at Jumbles. 50 cents goes into the United Way Kitty. As of this Friday morning I think we've already mentioned this, the totals are $200 from Eddie's Ribs and twenty. no, this must be That's old. last week. This is last week. Here, let me give you the updated info. Okay, I think you've already told everybody right now that Eddie O's is trailing jumbles right now, $472 to $554 in this fine cause. Back to the action.
1: Excellent idea, whoever came up with it. I got a feeling it's somebody at our radio station. Hats off, guys. Second down and seven. From the 46, their own 46, the Red Wings. High formation. K-13 in motion to the left. Hand off up the middle. He's open. Oh, the Fumble, the fumble ruski roos- fumble Crosses midfield to the 40, inside to 40, to about the 30. The Fumble Rooski to number 76 for the Red Wings. Kevin Sturgis, a lineman. Quarterback put the ball back down on the turf. And the lineman, number 76, Sturgis. Rambled down the right side of the field, and he had a lot of room.
2: Well, we don't see that play very often, but when you do, it usually works nobody nobody's ever looking for that play. 27 yards. Coach Bart Cole, he pulling
1: everything out of the bag tonight of coaching tricks. 42 seconds to go. First and 10 from the Corona. 26-yard line. St. John's with it. One back man, quarterback, Corey Wells. Long count. He's back to pass. Looking left. Now he gets a rush. Condell puts the bear hug on along with Hofacker. Also,
2: Brett Moore in on the stick. Big seven-yard sack by Condell, and I'm telling you what, he is a man. I don't care how big he is. That kid is quick. He's in the backfield all night long. He's a good old strong farm boy. Mr. Wells is going to get to know Jeff Condell before this night's
1: over. Timeout on the field. St. John 7, Corona 0, 26 seconds left in the first half.
2: All your printing needs can be handled at Crest Incorporated Printers at 1003 South Washington Street. All work is done with quality, skill, and integrity. From sales literature to direct mail advertising, trust your printing needs to Crest Incorporated Printers in Owasso.
1: Chris, immediately following this game, Owasso will be playing host to Swartz Creek. As a matter of fact, they're playing them right now, but you can hear it in its entirety immediately following this game via tape delay with Dennis Herka and Mark Erickson. And I understand that there's a possibility, just a possibility, that we might be on the road to the Showboat City for next week's Chesonine and Ovidelse clash as Corona will be traveling to Ionia. We will not be broadcasting that one, but it will be a treat if it can be put together. And we could be over there at Morning Starfield in Chessonine for the Indians and the Ovidelsi Marauders.
2: Certainly will. Chestlin coming off a thrashing handed to them by the number one team in class B, Montrose. And Ovelsi 2-0 on the season.
1: If you fans want to hear that game. Dial 725-8196 to vote for your choice. Hey, song, here we go. Second down, 18. St. John's from the Corona 35. Watch out for a trick play here, Corona. Miza in motion left One back behind quarterback Corey Wells Wells straight back to pass Has a little time Throws it down the right sideline The only guy there is the man in the striped shirt Incomplete He didn't want nothing to do with catching the pigskin
2: Well I'm telling you he was wide open too Ted He could have caught that ball and rambled in untouched (laughs) I'll tell you what One of our favorite referees Gary Schooley would have picked that off And went 80 yards the other way You think the defensive back would have have hit him if he tried to run with it? 21 seconds to go
1: in our first half of play here on WMZ Excellent Sports. The Red Wings of St. John's pulling out all stops here against the Cavaliers. And uh, Trennan needs to shake it up at halftime if they want to remain unbeaten on the season, that's for sure. Out of the eye. We have third down and about 16 yards to go. Man in motion to the right. Corey Wells looking left launches it down the sideline, has a man open, complete, caught inside the 10-yard line, tremendous pass by quarterback Corey Wells to Damon Wilcox, 37 yards on that connection, only 11 seconds left in the half, they're going to move the chains, I think he stayed bounds. so once they set the chains, Don Butcher gets it set, they'll start the clock. Five out
2: of nine for Wells in the first half, 122 yards.
1: First and goal, the clock is started. Nine seconds to go, from the six, Wells. Long count, this might be the last play, looking in the right end zone. He rolls, he has some room. He's gonna try and dive in, gets a block, and he's brought down at about the one, no! Touchdown, St. John's. Quirk and Wells came head to head, right at the flag. In the right corner, and there's a man down for Corona. We cannot see who it is, but it is a touchdown, St. John's, and there's zeros up on the clock.
2: Who is that young man? Wells just laid the headgear on Bondoloski at the goal line. And Joe's up, little butterfly, a little floating around his head right now.
1: A little hunchback from Notre Dame, bell ringing there. Bondoloski definitely took the brunt of that hit, trying to stop quarterback Corey Wells, and Wells scampers in on a long run from the six seemed like he ran forever but scores and all of a sudden it's 13-zip the Red Wings they're going to try the extra point kick Olmstead will boot it here's the snap from Stroud.
2: it's put down and no, wait a minute we've got whistles on the field
1: some sort of infraction
2: we have no time left on the clock that was the last play of the half that
1: was, they got it off with only about two seconds left Chris when the snap was made
2: that's bitter, that's bitter
1: that's bitter all right if you're a cavalier backer that touchdown really hurts you don't mind being down a touchdown going into the locker room at halftime but this makes it a little bit tougher in the second half
2: especially when it's so fresh to your mind They just in the last play of the half you take that into the locker room don't think you don't
1: tough to rebound from that but uh hey that's what they're out here for and that's what the coaches are for to try and do just that we have a timeout on the field all of a sudden, it's 13 to nothing, St. John's. They just scored on a six-yard run by quarterback Corey Wells. They took the lead at the 801 mark of this first half on a 60-yard pass from Wells to Sean Novak. So we're at 13-zip St. John's.
2: Good job of play calling by the offensive coaches for St. John's. They've had this Cavalier defense off-balance the whole half. Although has shown good penetration, they've been able to come up with a big play so far.
1: 13-zip the Red Wings stay tuned for our exciting second half of play and also game two of our high school football doubleheader Alwasso at home against Swartz Creek but right now this game a little bit of a shock and has quieted this crowd down here on the Corona side here's the snap by Stroud Olmstead will do the kicking it's placed down by Wilcox the kick is up, looks good from here let's wait and see what the referee says he says yep I like it, it's good So, it's halftime, and the score here at the half, St. John's 14, Toronto 0.
2: For a delicious taste treat, pick up an order of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Get a 10-piece original or extra crispy family meal with large potatoes, gravy, coleslaw, and four biscuits, just $9.99. Ted, you got to quit eating right before the game. Extra charge for skin-free or honey barbecue. Kentucky Fried Chicken, East Maine, in Owasso. As we just got blasted by a ghetto buster. Your round cover, that's whatever, what it wants. And you can have it by calling Mauer Heating and Cooling. Just ask them about a Lennox Pulse gas furnace and high-efficiency air conditioner. Call Mauer Heating and Cooling or stop in at 203 South Water Street in Owasso to get the full details. And now we've got 3,500 little cheerleaders on the Chronic Cavalier track.
1: Well, if uh, if we don't get any feedback here from the radio or from the cassette player, we'll play a little music along here, the score at halftime. If you're just hopping into your vehicle, it was St. John's 14, Corona 0, and it has been all the Red Wings, Matt.
2: It definitely has been all the Red Wings, and the Cavaliers are back under heels right now, and they got to do a little soul searching at halftime. Hope you don't get any feedback. I hope it doesn't blow my headphones off. Oh my goodness.
1: Hey, uh, Drew, we're going to do the people here a favor, all right? Will you do a short newscast here? We're going to turn off the Marty. The score here at halftime, it is 14 to nothing. Corona trailing St. John's. We're going to turn off the Marty, so do a little newscast. Send it back to us in about uh, three or four minutes, okay?
0: See ya. Turn it off. Good evening, and it's officially 56 degrees under mostly to partly cloudy skies. I'm Drew Hunter. Here's a look at the weather For tonight, you can expect partly cloudy skies and a low 45. Saturday's outlook: mostly sunny with a high of 65, and Saturday night: partly cloudy with a low 45. In the extended forecast for Sunday, you can expect mostly sunny skies with a high 75. Stay tuned to WMZX. We'll be back with Ted Patel in just a moment.
1: We're back here at Corona. We had a little technical difficulty. We had to shut down the machine, so we didn't get the feedback from the uh, ghetto buster here because they were having a rendition of the Beach Boys, and I uh, what was the name of that song? My School, something like that. Be true to your school. Be true to your school. And the young Cavalier cheerleaders were out there putting out a heck of a performance. So it is halftime. And nice job by Drew Hunter at the station being on your toes and helping us out of a quick jam, but we're back here, and Corona is in a quick jam, Chris, trailing 14 to zip here
2: yes, at the they, half. They've been outplayed in this first half. They had one fairly decent drive, but they've had two costly turnovers, fumbling the ball both times. St. John's came up with it, and it just killed their only drive of the game. This Wells kid looks good at QB for St. John's. He's got right now. he's 5 out of 9 for 132 yards in that first half. And uh, They've been totally outplayed. Cavaliers have just 60 yards in total offense to 203 for St. John's. Well, I'll tell
1: you, Wells has done a nice job at QB for the Red Wings. There was a scoreless first quarter here in Corona at Nicodese Field, but uh, St. John's got on the board with four minutes gone in the second quarter on a 60-yard pass from quarterback Corey Wells to Sean Nobach. The point after was good by Matt Olmsted, and all of a sudden St. John's led 7 to zip. The key to that, Macker, was it was a first down pass play, And it was a 60-yard strike.
2: Oh, beautiful execution, great play call, froze the safeties with a little play fake, and it was all over.
1: And then the key play in, or just in front of the intermission, quarterback Corey Wells found Damon Wilcox open on a big third down play and long, and he completed the pass to him to the 6-yard line. We were winding down the clock in the first half, and they moved the chains. The clock got started with about nine seconds to go, and the quarterback, Corey Wells, got the snap with only two seconds left in the half, rolled right, and made a mad dash to the end zone and hit heads with Joe Vondoloski right at the goal line, and the momentum of Corey Wells carried him just over the line no clock was, or no time was on the clock and St. John's had their second touchdown the point after again was good by Olmstead 14-zip the Red Wings and that's been all St. John's
2: I'll tell you what, Wells showed us what kind of player he is on the play before the touchdown rolling right, throwing all the way across the field to the left sidelines, probably 35 yards in the air right on the money and making a little bootleg play and just hurting Vondoloski at the goal line
1: 14-zip St. John's and it's going to be interesting decision time for Coach Moeller St. John's won the opening toss, he elected to receive, and it'll be, I'm curious to see what Scott will do here, he'll obviously receive, will he take the wind at his back in the third quarter to try and quickly get back in the game, or will he try and grind it out and go to the wind in the third quarter and have the wind at his back in the fourth? Tough call.
2: It's a tough call, he's got to get some momentum quickly here, his offense has struggled, they've really struggled since the second half of the Millington contest, last week they had a lot of turnovers but gave them short drives, but... They're struggling tonight. He's got to get some momentum going offensively.
1: So in your opinion, do you
2: think you ought to take the wind in the third? I'd take the wind in the third right now. Good call, Garth.
1: (laughs) 14-zip. Corona trails it here at the half. Keep it tuned right here to WMZX for game two of our high school football doubleheader. It'll be a WOSSO. The Trojans hoping to rebound from last week's tough loss to Flushing, taking on what seems to be an undermanned Swartz Creek Dragon team with that pay-to-play over there, and their numbers are way down, and they've been pretty much manhandled in their first two games. So it would be interesting to see the outcome of that one.
2: Well, the Dragons are going pay to pay-to-play tonight because I think Owasa just going to kick some butt.
1: Okay. Now I'll tell you what we'll do. We usually chit-chat here, but let's listen to the Corona Band of Gold here. It's the Adams Family.
2: Your favorite movie, Ted.
1: You know it. They're ooky and they're spooky. Thank you, it. of gold here from Nickanese Field in Corona. Ted Patel and Chris McMillan, Mike side here for this Mid-Michigan B opener, the Corona Cavaliers and the St. John's Red Wings. We've got Drew Hunter back at the studios, and if we can get any scores coming in, possibly from Ovid Elsie, Drew, feel free to break in on the broadcast at a convenient time. The Marauders, I believe, aren't they playing Ionia tonight? Unbeaten Ionia against unbeaten Ovidelsi, I believe. Let me just check my schedule here. Uh, Where Ovidelsi... No, they're taking on Alma.
2: Alma, yeah. Two and, o, two, two, two and O teams going at it.
1: Alma with an excellent quarterback.
2: What is it, Mike McCarthy, I believe. That sounds right. Two good ex- quarterbacks in that game. Top Chapko, the big senior.
1: That's right. Chapko also can really do some hitting defensively from his linebacker position.
2: He's a Joe Cap Klein Joe Cap-Klein. Joe
1: Cap-Clone. Cap <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a new Boston Celtics signee, maybe.
2: <laughs> okay, so I got tongue-tied. <laughs>
1: All right, I'll tell you what. Let's do a little talking. Oh, that's tough. It's one of the tough things we do. Uh, what do you see in the rematch, Pinella or Dibble?
2: I like Dibble. He's got 40 pounds on him. He's got 20 years on him. I'll take Dibble.
1: That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you baseball fans out there. If you didn't catch it. Rob Dibble and Sweet Lou Pinella, the manager of the Cincinnati Reds, went at it. It looked like, I guess, Dibble was uh, getting up her hand. No surprise. Yeah, he
2: had him a little bear hug. I think they're going to go on big-time wrestling.
1: <laughs> Down in Cincinnati. In a more legalized violence, the University of Michigan takes on Oklahoma State tomorrow, and I'll tell you right now, that's going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. The Wolverines going with a rookie quarterback, even though he's touted as being a good QB. Todd Collins getting his first taste of big time college football.
2: This is a good game for Collins to start, coming off Ger- Gerbach's terrible second-half performance. Um, he can do no wrong. I think the fans are going to be <laughs> really behind this kid.
1: Oh, they'll be behind him, and you can bet that uh, Scott Moeller is going to keep it fairly simple for him. They're not going to go too wild in the air, I don't think. Michigan has got to reestablish their running game anyway.
2: Big games on TV. Start out of ESPN, Michigan, Oklahoma State. You go to 3.30. you got Michigan State, Notre Dame. You go to 9.30. you got the Cornhouse. of Mar- Nebraska taking out. defending national champion Washington Husky just a big day of football
1: unbelievable day of football action that's for sure you can hear the Michigan State Notre Dame game right here on WMZX 3 o'clock start on the pregame and I'm going to tell you right now that if you're inclined to watch it on TV our favorite play-by-play man Keith Jackson will be calling the shots for the Notre Dame Michigan State game
2: well is George's job on the line this early in the year
1: well, I think they've got to make a good account of themselves. Didn't they get beat 49-10 to 10 last season by the Irish?
2: They certainly got pummeled, yes. And
1: I, I, I predict right now,
2: well, I don't know why I should predict,
1: but I'll predict anyway because
2: I'll forget about it. And everybody else will too. Go ahead. <laughs> That's right.
1: Michigan State will play Notre Dame extremely tough. They'll lose, but they'll, they'll play them tough, and it'll be a pretty close game.
2: Well, you know what? Everybody keeps blaming George, but I think uh, Central Michigan just used Michigan State as a warm-up for the MAC conference myself. I think people are twisting this around.
1: I hope so. I hope That's a good point. You know, uh, Ed Phelps, no, it wasn't Ed Phelps. It was some sports writer today in the free press said that if George ever did leave East Lansing, a pretty logical replacement could be Herb Doromedy. What do you think of that?
2: Well, it sounds logical, but I think Herb's too smart a man to make that move. He's got it pretty well made up there.
1: I don't think it's going to happen either, to tell you the truth.
2: But uh, he's, he feels
1: some pressure up at Central, too. Herb hasn't won the MAC championship very many times.
2: No, he hasn't. You know, it's strange. Uh, You've got to lay it on the line. Michigan State's just, it's been, it's been terrible the last two years. George Perlis and his coaching staff, has not done the job. They recruit nationally, they get all these nationally known players. And, and Central Michigan recruits in this state, and they beat them two years in a row, and they've dominated them. You know,
1: it's. Uh, Central has no players on their roster that state recruited.
2: Not they have one. They have very few all-state all players.
1: Well, they have an excellent program up there. We'll give them a lot of credit. And Michigan State definitely needs to get it together. This is a this is a must year for them, and they didn't need to start off with a loss to Central. But after all, in all fairness to Georgia and his staff, it's only one game.
2: It's only one game. You can't make comparisons. That's right. Yet.
1: <laughs> Let's take a look locally a little bit. Last night, uh, Morris. If you get a chance, you might want to watch. The young ladies play some basketball. They're state-ranked. Last night, their star player, junior point guard, Jamie Wesley, fired in 33 points, including 28 in the second half, as the Orioles have defeated the Ashley Lady Bears 71-51. You
2: know, a lot of talk about Morse's team, but I tell you what, that Perry's got a nice ladies' basketball team themselves.
1: Perry has had an outstanding program throughout the last year, few years. They demolished Leslie. 79 to 28 for a 51 point victory, almost unheard of in basketball, let alone ladies' basketball. The Owasso Lady Trojans picked up a big W last night as they held off. Callio, 40 to 37. And they got an excellent coach over in Owasso. Doug Walty does a nice job with the young gals.
2: Certainly does. Doug's been over there quite a while now.
1: Robin Bohack paced the Lady Trojans with 12 points. Corona picked up a victory last night, or did no, they? No, they got defeated. They got defeated. Bob Ummauger, I believe that's how you say his name, he, uh, he has coached in St. John's throughout the years and uh, went back head-to-head where he uh, coached junior varsity, got a loss last night. St. John's has been just a force in girls' basketball throughout the last few years. They defeated Corona 62-31. to
2: yeah, they play the same kind of style that the boys do over there. Full court pressing and just relentless pressure, and they've got a couple players that can really play.
1: The Chesadine Lady Indians down Montrose, fifty five to forty one. They've developed quite a program up there. Coach Wayne Scanlon always seems to have the Lady Indians in the hunt. Here's a big story that happened that just blows my mind. It is so anticlimactic as the Philippine team in Little League World Series action had to forfeit the title to the U.S. What kind of feeling is that for the youngsters for the United States, knowing, hey, they've won the championship, but they got beat on the field?
2: Yeah, I think there's little uh, celebration there. They didn't win on the field, but, uh, you know, in the record books, they're still going to be the World Series champions.
1: It's just a shame, though, you know, that that had to happen that way. Ted Vital and Chris McMillan here on WMZX. Chris, it looks like Scott Muller took your advice. Cavaliers will take the wind at their back here to start the second half. They'll receive and protect the north goal. The wind kind of a crossing wind a little bit, but predominantly blowing to the south from the north. Corona offensively will again go with Mahan snapping the ball up front at the guard's Sean Fitzgerald and John Miller The two tackles, Mark Buckley and Scott Sexton The tight end will be Ryan Buckley And the split end will be Josh McCarthy Quarterbacking, Corona, Steve Bentley Holfacker, Herrick and Miller Will probably start Also seeing action will be Scott Quirk And Trevor Terry in the backfield St. John's will kick it to Corona Rob Herrick, the deepest calf Standing at the 5 He's flanked by Josh
2: McCarthy And Joe Vondoloski
3: Cavaliers need a spark
2: right away. They need a nice run back here. St. John's coach had quite a little conversation with the headlinesman here at halftime. I don't know what that was all about, but uh, this second half has been delayed, the start of it.
1: Well, the referees have been having some problems communicating up here in the press box and explaining exactly what is going on to the men who are here week after week, season after season, and they just never age.
2: Year after year, decade after decade.
1: Leo Constein, John Gazella, Russ Wing not here tonight. He must have uh, some other duties. Frank Corrin, the voice of Corona Cavalier football here in Corona for many, many years, once again calling the shots to the fans here at Nick and Eastfield.
2: When I think of Frank Korn, I think of him ringing out, first and ten for the Cavaliers.
1: <laughs> and a fine job of that. It was always neat to hear your name when you played in a game out here, wasn't it? Did you ever hear your name? I
2: was just going to ask you. You never heard your name, did you? <laughs> People were yelling at you from the sidelines.
1: It was, well, my name was usually heard as Unidentified Cavalier on the Field. Here's Herrick, he fields it at the 10 15, 20, straight up the gut 25, 30, 35, get out in the open 40, 45, gets it near midfield and is brought down Herrick was one step away from taking it all
2: the way baby That's the spark they needed there I think if he would have just broke it outside the left sideline he might have went, but it was an excellent run back by Herrick
1: Cavaliers get it here in good position to start the second half 14 zip to Red Wings, 1st and 10 to Cavaliers they have it at their own 48 yard line You're listening to WMZX, your sports connection every Friday night. Credit Cavalier football. McCarthy will split left. Wishbone formation. Bentley, he hands it off to Miller. Miller leaps one man, jumps into the secondary and is brought down by number 54 for the Red Wings.
2: I'd really like to see Jay Miller start getting the ball a little bit more in this offensive scheme of things. He runs with reckless abandon.
1: He really does. He really does a nice job when he hits that line because he hits it very quick. That was Aaron Stills on the tackle. Second down, five yards to go for the Cavaliers. They have it at their own 47-yard line, trailing it by 14. McCarthy. He splits left, just underway here in the second half. Out of the bone, Bentley, to Hofacker. Hofacker pulls his way straight up the middle, crosses midfield to about the 40-yard line. We'll call it the 41 of St. John's. First and 10, the Cavaliers, and Don Butcher leads them on moving the sticks.
2: It's a magical, Ted. It's just a mystical. Every second half, the Cavaliers start out pumping big holes in that defensive front. What is the story?
1: Well, first of all, it's good coaching. If you come out the line,
0: Good evening. The time is five minutes past the hour of nine o'clock here at WMZX Owasso, 103.9 FM. I'm Drew Hunter, and we have Ted Fattel live on the phone, letting us know what is taking place out at the Corona St. John's ball game. What's going on out your way, Ted?
2: Drew, one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my
1: seven or eight years of covering high school sports here on WMZX, and in all the time I played ball, we have had a blackout here at Nick and East Field in Corona. It is pitch black on the field. Evidently there has been a transformer problem, and we have absolutely no power whatsoever in the field vicinity. The the lights are on in the parking lot behind us and on some of the street lights, but no lights here at the field at all. In fact, it's just really strange. The St. John's Red Wings gathered in front of their bench, kind of out in the middle of the field. Corona finally decided that they were going to go up to the middle school and go back inside where it's light. Uh, The Corona band has been in fine form and entertaining the crowd who is just patiently sitting here, because you really can't see where you're walking anyway, but they're proving that Lyle Brooks has got them able to play without looking at their music, because they're doing a nice job out there, keeping the crowd entertained. Really bizarre.
0: Any idea when the game will be back on the air? No idea right now. Everything's pretty much speculation. There is a
1: possibility this game could be done for the night, and they may have to resume it at another time. It depends. What is the problem? They have called in consumers. I haven't seen them show up yet. But if there's a uh, transformer problem, there is a possibility that it could take anywhere from one hour to three hours to get one here and then another couple hours to fix it. And if that is uh, what is decided is going to happen, i got to believe that this game will be done for the night. But that's all speculation right now. We, uh, we are just awaiting any kind of official indication of what's going to
0: happen. What point in the ballgame exactly, once again, were we when the power failure occurred? Well, what happened, we got the second-half kickoff underway. Corona took the kick. Trailing 14
1: to nothing, I might add, and took the kick. And uh, Herrick returned it to about midfield. Corona, I think, had only two plays from scrimmage when everything was killed here power-wise. So I'm going to just guess. There's anywhere from 10 and a half minutes to 10:45. I believe. I don't know. You can check your records there on what time the power went out. I think it was somewhere around 8:45.
0: Any other uh, indication? Everything appears to be calm and steady out there, nobody trying to rush to get to the exit or anything. Nope, nope. Everything's been really calm out in the stands. In fact,
1: the student body and the fans are really kind of getting into this. They're, they're just sitting in their seats in the stands. But the cheerleaders, this was young cheerleader night, by the way, so there was an extra amount of youngsters here cheering on the track right in front of the home crowd, and they put on a, a big halftime show, Fortunately for the really young cheerleaders here at Corona, a lot of the parents took them home after they were done, so there would be no uh, you know, panic with the youngsters. But uh, right now, the high school kids and the band and the cheerleaders are out on the track doing the can-can, the cheerleaders are. The band, as I mentioned, it's amazing. Now we have some kind of activity here. What do we have? It seems like there was some kind of flickering. Yes, the lights are starting to flicker on, so they seem to have... It looks like solved the problem, Drew. So with that, how about that? So we're Exclusive could be... here on WMZX that we are. Looks like we're going to play football again tonight. I would say uh, actual play won't be for another 20
2: minutes, but uh, we'll get uh, Marty Kr- uh, Crank back up and get back on the air, okay?
0: Sounds good. Okay, Drew. Talk to you. Talk to you later. That's Ted Fatal. He called us live on the phone to let us know what's going on with a power outage over there in Nicanese Field. Apparently the power has resumed. We'll have that game back on in just a few minutes. Okay, now we have, I believe we have a power resumption out at the Nicanese Field, and I believe Ted is live on the other end of the Marty unit.
2: God said, let there be light. (laughs) That's
0: right, Drew. We are back. Uh, St. John's going through their calisthenics. If you're just
1: tuning in, one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in all these years at the microphone. Event. We had just a complete power outage here at Nick and Eastfield. And uh, Chris, looking out at the crowd, there isn't many people that have left this stadium tonight.
2: You no, know, I don't think anybody's left, Ted, but you know, a lot of people think we're in the dark when we're broadcasting anyway, so we felt right at home.
1: <laughs> you got that right. About a 25-minute power outage, and just it's just bizarre. You know, it, obviously not even close to the magnitude or anything of the earthquake in San Francisco in the World Series, but, uh, you yeah, it kind of gives you that little feeling of what, the, what else could happen, you know, it was, it, was, it was interesting.
2: Yeah, but it's the first time I know, I think that's ever happened like this here since we've been around, and we've been around since dirt, so. Uh.
1: <laughs> you're right about that. If you, like I said, if you're just tuning in, the score is St. John's 14, Corona 0, Corona Received the second and a half, or second half kickoff, and Rob Herrick returned it up to approximately midfield. Crunner ran a couple plays, and looked like they're driving
2: pretty good. Two, two yard runs by Herrick and to got the first down,
1: and then the big down. The lights went out, and that's where we're at. So we've got almost an, a complete second half to play with Cronin trailing by 14, and they had to put a
2: call into them to get them out of the middle school so they get out here and play a little football. I wonder what would have happened if the play would have been in progress and the pass would have been caught and they would have been running for a touchdown or something.
1: Chris, you know, this, this brings back a memory of... We did participate in something very similar to this. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. We were over in Montrose getting our behind spanked by the Rams you at that didn't time. say
2: that. Well,
1: we might as well tell it like it is. We're playing basketball. This is back in, uh, we'll just say, in the 70s. Yes. And, uh,
2: <laughs> Suffice to say.
1: And we were over in Montrose and... Play was going on on the basketball court. This is football, and at least the play was stopped. There was no play going on when it happened here.
2: I think Ted was shooting, usually he was.
1: And I tell you, it went in, and nobody ever saw it. We were in the middle of a game, and the lights went completely out, and I'm telling you, that is a scary feeling when you're on a basketball court and there's no outside light whatsoever, and it was pitch dark, and the lights went out, and I just immediately, the, the one memory comes back to me is I just immediately hit the floor and covered my head. Hey, I guys? personally
2: think that's been part of my emotional problem the last 20 years since those lights went out on that floor, Ted. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, Drew?
0: <laughs> I just got a hold of uh, Ovid LT to get an update on their scoring, and i tell you what, it sounds like there's some pretty amazing football going on over in that area. Hey,
1: there's no way you can uh, tap into that and give us a little play-by-play, is there? Uh,
0: not at the moment, no. Uh, at the, going into the half, it was Elma on top 19-0. to yep. Since then, O.E. has scored three straight touchdowns with extra points, bringing the score 21-19 to Obadelsey.
1: 21-19 to Obadelsey all of a sudden. Oh, amazing. 21 unanswered second-half points. So you're not feeling too bad, Andrew? Uh, no, definitely not. All right, so they got themselves a dandy over in Marauderville, and I bet there's a big crowd on hand for that. It's every indication so far. You know, we might have double broadcast teams for next uh, Friday night. WMZX trying to make accommodations and make some sales so we can be over there for the tape-delayed version of the ovidelcy Chessanine game. I know uh,
0: OES will probably be there live, won't they? Uh, definitely all OE games are covered live, so yeah, I'd say
1: so. Well, we'll have excellent coverage. You know, you can listen to it live on OES, listen to the Wasso game live on WMZX, and listen maybe to the LC chessanine game on tape. We're take rambling two just a little bit. Take, yeah, take- two walkments, put one in one ear and one in the other. You know it, you know it. Well, I'll tell you, a lot of action going on tonight in the area, but... Uh, A lot of non-action happened here with the blackout. I'll tell you what, Drew, instead of us rambling on, can you give us a a quick weather update and maybe take a quick check on the news and see what's happening? We
0: definitely can do.
1: Do it up uh, about two or three minutes, okay? You got it. All right. Back to Drew Hunter.
0: Taking a look at the official mid-Michigan weather forecast for tonight, you can expect partly cloudy skies with a low 45. For Saturday, mostly sunny and a high of 65. Saturday night's outlook, partly cloudy skies with a low 45, and the extended forecast for Sunday. You can expect mostly sunny skies with a high of 75. It's officially 54 degrees here at the studios of WMZX. The time is 14 minutes in the hour of 9 o'clock on a Friday evening, September 18th, 1992, and a lot of excitement is taking place on the gridiron action tonight as. Uh, Going into the third period, as you are aware, we had a blackout at Nickanese Field, and that delayed the game for approximately 25 minutes. They're getting things reset to start that up again. Over and over at Elsie, it was a 19-0 lead for Elma going into the half. Since then, O.E. has had 20 or 3 unanswered touchdowns and extra points to bring the score 21-19, O.E. And we now return to the live action or semi live action considering that we've recently haven't had football action out in that at Niganese Field for the last twenty five minutes due to a power outage. To let us in on more of the details of that, we got Ted Fattel back at the field live covering all the exciting action.
1: Thanks, Drew. The lights are on and there's lots of people home here as uh... We're going to get ready to play second-half action in Corona. Ted Patel and Chris McMillan here on WMZX, and we did have a blackout. We've got assistant principal here, Jim Duffield. He's going to explain what exactly happened. Jim, come on over. There was some speculation whether there was a transformer problem, and obviously that didn't seem to be the case.
2: No, it didn't, Ted. We were
3: real lucky to have some fans here that uh, work for Consumers Power and we uh, were able to find the problem, apparently, in a, in a very large fuse. I've never seen one this big. It's not, not the kind you change at home with your washer and dryer, I'll tell you that. They had to wrench it in and out, and fortunately, we had
2: an extra one. It took a while, but we found the problem, and they got it back working. We're real lucky.
1: Excellent teamwork by all that was involved, and uh, fortunately, we're going to get back under play here. Thanks, Jim. Only a 25-minute break. It could have been a lot longer than that, and it could have been actually a postponement of the game until a later date. But we're ready to play here. Corona trailing 14 to zip to St. John's. 11.25 to go here in the third period from the St. John's 41. McCarthy will go in motion to the right. Now he stops out of the bone. Bentley pitches it deep. to Herrick on the gridiron, and it recovered by St. John's. Number 42, Josh Fedowa picked up the fumble. It was a pitch from Bentley to Herrick and It didn't look that bad, but it fell loose, and St. John's falls on it.
2: Well, the 25-minute delay can have some effects on you right off the bat, and it looked like just that they were just out of sync there.
1: St. John's stayed on the field. Corona went to the middle school, and for whatever reason for why it happened, they turned the ball over here, trailing 14 to nothing, 11 minutes to go in the third. St. John's takes over with the ball. Nick Parker will snap it to quarterback Corey Wells. Behind him at the fullback position, out of the eye, Glenn Lewis and Ruben Meza. He sends K-13, Chad Kennishneck, in motion to the left. Wells, back to pass, looking down the right side. Oh, man, wide open, complete. To the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, he's going to go all the way. Touchdown, St. John's, Scott Byra. A 55-yard scoring strike and unbelievable two plays, Chris.
2: Turn the lights back out, Ted. We were doing better with them (laughs) out.
1: Turn the lights back out. That's a statement to remember. Corona's first play, they fumble. St. John's first play, 55-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Corey Wells to number 22, Scott Brya. 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 Say that ten times quick.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, I'll say that coach's name ten times because I give him credit all the credit in the world for that play call. That was a great call. Here's
1: the extra point kick. Homestead out of Wilcox's hold. It's up. The left footer has it with plenty of room to spare against the wind. It's good. And all of a sudden, ten and a half minutes to go here in the third. It's 21-zip St. John's.
2: Sobex Pharmacy takes pride in serving their community. They carefully serve each customer to meet individual needs. With over 125 years of dedication to the community, it's fair to say that Sobex Pharmacy is committed to you. Service is this hometown pharmacy's middle name. Sobex Pharmacy downtown. A good game can work up a big hunger. Stop at Subway on East Main behind Burger King and enjoy a terrific sub. Mention the score of tonight's game. We don't want to mention that right now. <laughs> and you'll receive a free bag of chips with the purchase of any sub and drink. Subway is open Friday and Saturday till 2 a.m. Sunday till midnight in the Owasso East Mall.
1: Ten and a half minutes to go here in the third. 21 to zip. St. John's after the blackout. Corona fumbled the first play. St. John's recovered. Quarterback. Corey Wells found a wide, wide open. Scott Brya across the middle. There wasn't a Cavalier within 20 yards,
2: Chris. Rod Sterling isn't in the audience, is not he?
1: <laughs> 21 to zip, the Red Wings.
2: What's that ESPN commercial? In Your Face? In Your Face. Disgrace. Herrick deep for the Cavaliers.
1: He'll catch it. Nope. It's going to be Vondelaski at the 5 10. 15, cuts it across the 20. 25, flag on the field. And Vondolaski gets to about the 30, but I gotta believe it's gonna be an illegal block against the Cavaliers where the flag flew and hit the gridiron.
2: It certainly is. Anytime that flag comes back behind the action, it's an illegal block.
1: Well, we're gonna be signing off this game a little bit later than normal due to about a 25 minute blackout just after the first half or just after the second half was starting.
2: Maybe you ought to sign up right now, Ted. <laughs> no, this Cavalier team's got more character than that.
1: That's for sure.
2: They need to put together a drive right now,
1: though. Oh, what Elsie, you might note leads 21-19 to 19 at, at the last check, and they were down 19-7, to 7, and bang, 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 back in front.
2: Good coaching job over there by Ferratona. A lot of people thought they were going to be down this year. They lost a lot of seniors off that playoff team last year, but, hey, they still load them up over there.
1: 10, 26 to go here in the third. 21 to zip. They're still talking over this penalty, and there should be no debate. It's just going to be marked off against the Cavaliers on the clip.
2: Changing balls a lot tonight. I don't know what the reason for that is. I don't know if somebody's spitting on the thing or what. But I've seen a lot of ball changes here. It's not wet or anything out there.
1: <laughs> well, both teams, you know, get to change the balls at their, uh, at their discretion as far as on the change of possession. Some teams like rubber balls. Some teams like to use a leather ball. I think that's what we're seeing here tonight. The field certainly isn't too wet, but it's going to be 1st and 10. The Cavaliers from their own Thirteen yard line. They really got their backs against the wall, trailing twenty-one to nothing. But we still got almost a full half a play. McCarthy split to the left. Cavaliers with the wind at their back, out of the bone. Bentley pitches it deep, dangerously, but to Miller. Miller gets some blocking. A flag on the field. Another illegal block. Miller crosses the thirty to the, about the thirty-five, and the referee says, "No, no, we're going to bring this one back."
2: Wiped out a nice 20-yard gain there. Good execution. Bentley was hit. As soon as he pitched that ball, and opened up nicely, but all for naught.
1: He timed the pitch very, very nicely is right, but uh, it's coming back, and it's going to be inside the 10-yard line. The Cavaliers on their own 10.
2: Kind of self-destructing here. They've had three fumbles lost at costly times, and now they've had some big penalties bring back nice plays.
1: Let's bring you up to date here. After a scoreless first quarter, St. John's scored on a 60-yard pass from Corey Wells to Sean Novak. The point after was good by Olmstead. 7-zip, the Red Wings. St. John's k- kept the momentum going. With no time left on the first half clock, they scored on a 6-yard run by Wells. And the point after again, good by Olmstead. The Red Wings led 14-zip. to zip. Started the second half. We had a 25-minute blackout. Cavaliers probably wish it was still in effect as... They fumbled their first play, and then St. John scored on a 55-yard pass. Wells to Scott Byra. There we are, 21-zip. Corona with the ball now. Handoff, fake handoff to Holfacker. Bentley keeps it himself around the right end, dives up to the 15-yard line brought down by Highbeck, along with Matt Felposh.
2: I think if this is any indication of how tough the MMB is going to be this year, it's going to be a murderous affair coming down the line. you got to play over at Chestine and Ionia after this game.
1: No rest for the wicked. 9.20 to go here in the third. Corona trailing 21 to zip. Out of the wishbone. Hofacker right behind Steve Bentley. McCarthy split left. Bentley looks right. Pitches it deep to Herrick. Now Miller, rather. Miller breaks a couple tackles, cuts it up against the grain, tucks it in, dives for the first down, up to close to the 30-yard line. Jay Miller is the highlight film tonight for the Cavaliers, really showing some excellent running ability.
2: This is Jay Miller is a running back. Well, You've got to get this kid the ball more. Any kid that's got moves like that, get him the ball.
1: He does. He has some natural ability, and he's definitely showing it tonight against the Red Wings, one of the few bright spots by the Cavaliers, to be perfectly blunt. Under nine minutes to go in the third, Corona trailing 21 to nothing, but they get a first down there and a big first down by Coach Scavmiller and his Cavs, right at the 30-yard line. First and ten. McCarthy will go out to the right here in front of the Cavalier bench. Cavaliers trying to take it in the south end zone. A little reverse pivot by Bentley gets it to. Scott Quirk, he's in the open, crosses midfield to the 40. Makes a cut against the grain to about the 35, inside the 35-yard line. Nice counter-action 40-yard run by Scott Quirk.
2: Now we're blowing some holes here. Still got lots of time here, lots of time for the Cavaliers to get back in this game. Nice 40-yard run by Scotty.
1: Reverse pivot by quarterback Bentley, froze the linebackers momentarily, and then Quirk went through left guard and tackle Sexton and Miller. And a huge gaping hole, and Scott Quirk did the rest. First and ten, Corona, they have it at the 30-yard line of St. John's. They'll split McCarthy to the wide side of the field right below us here. Buckley tight on the right. Bentley pitches it deep. Gets it to Herrick. He gets a block. Gets across the 30, 25. Inside the 20, cuts across the grain, puts his head down, is hit hard. But a good run that time by Herrick. And you're right, Chris, they're opening up some holes.
2: Okay, they're definitely opened up some holes, and these running backs are starting to run with a little uh, authority here.
1: Herrick went back against the grain, though, and paid the price that time as he was stuck by
2: Josh Bitoa Yeah, but you always like to see that natural instinct to cut back against the grain.
1: First and 10, Corona at the 14 yard line of St. John's. A lot of time left. 8.07 to go here in the third quarter. You're listening to WMZX from Owasso. McCarthy for the Corona Cavaliers, splits left out of the wishbone. Here's a handoff to Miller. Miller between right guard and tackle. dies for about four or five. Miller brought down by Gil Barish along with defensive end Dusty Damon.
2: They've got to get seven out of this drive. There's uh, not enough time to get turned back again and get back in this game. They've got to get something right now.
1: Yeah, if you're, if you're Cavalier, you're really hoping to get a couple scores in the, thir- in the third quarter with the wind at your back. And, you know, what? I might note also, Corona's choice at the half was to receive. It was St. John's who decided what goal to defend. Out of the bone. Bentley. McCarthy split left. Bentley fakes to his fullback pitches. Deep to Herrick. Nearly fumbles, but picks it up. And now we have a flag illegal block. Herrick dives close to the end zone. He's short, but another flag in the backfield. Now i tell you the truth, Chris, it's going to be against the Cavaliers illegal block, but I'm not so sure I saw anything there. I had a pretty clear view. Uh,
2: yes, you did. <laughs> I'm glad you had a clear view. It was a strange play. <laughs>
1: Herrick dives up close to the goal line, but this play is going to be marked back for an illegal block, and uh, it's going to Better. nullify that big run by Herrick and put the Cavaliers, oh, I don't know, somewhere around a 25-30 yard line now instead of being at the one.
2: I think one of these referees has been looking up his official handbook this week, and he knows what an illegal block is because he's called it about six times now.
1: Well, it's at least the third time that we have saw the exact six same... Six times. It, three to six times. Three to six. <laughs> Somewhere in between, we have seen that flag in the backfield, and they call it clip. Push. Push, he says it. It was no clip, it was a push.
2: (laughs) Gotta be distinguished. Push, clip. Clip, push.
1: 7 10 to go here in the third. McCarthy will split left the ball on the 20. Bentley quickly throws it out to McCarthy. He makes a move, cuts against the green himself, dives up. Inside the 15.
2: We'll see where they put the ball down. Nice play call. They got half of the big yardage back. It'll make it about a third and 10 here. Third down and 10. Looks like about the 15 yard line, I do believe. Let's see what they call it here, Ted. This is a huge play for this Kevlar offensive team.
1: This is bigger than huge. 21 to nothing per run of trailing. Six and a half to go. McCarthy on the short side left. Out of the bone. It's a handoff up the middle to Quirk. Quirk runs hard, but he's going to be about halfway short of the first down. Brings up a... This is even bigger than huge. This is humongous. (laughs) A fourth down for the Cavaliers. Trailing by 21.
2: You know what you call here, Ted? You call that fourth and five play that you have in your playbook with 6.05 to go in the third quarter, and you're down 21-0. You know
1: one play... That's pretty effective sometimes. Try and draw the team off sides. You get gets you a little bit closer to that. I think it's a little closer to six yards from the nine. McCarthy split right. He's the bread and butter man, but he's in double coverage. Bentley looking that way. It's a halfback option. The pitch is up. It's tipped and incomplete. We have a flag. Oh. It's an interference on somebody, but who's it on? I think they called it on St. John's, Mac, or did they? No, it might be on oh, Corona. Oh,
2: no, it's got to be on Corona. There were three guys around McCarthy. He had no chance, and that ball, I don't know, I shouldn't have, had to throw it, though. Yeah, it was, to throw
1: it. it was a quick pitch back to the halfback, Herrick. He threw it to McCarthy in the right end zone. He was triple covered, and it was, it was the right call. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. I thought for a minute the ref called it the other way.
2: Boy, how did they ever have triple coverage on him? It didn't fake anybody out. No, it didn't. Well,
1: that was a fourth down play, and now it's going to take a yeoman's effort.
0: 5.37
1: to go here in the third quarter. Still plenty of time, but uh, Cavaliers' daubers are down.
2: They've got to get a turnover here. This defensive team's got to step up to the occasion.
1: They cannot let them rack up three or four first downs, that's for sure. It's history. They can officially turn out the lights. 5.37 5.37 to go here in the third period though K-13 in motion They pitch it to Meza Meza around the right side Still on his feet, crosses the 30 40, he's up to midfield Crosses the 40, 30 It's a foot race and he's gonna win it Bondolowski dives, can't get him He crosses the 10 into the end zone Touchdown St. John's A 94 yard Touchdown run by Meza Ruben Mesa, six foot,
2: 180 pound senior, and O'Nelly. Oh, like you said, now they can definitely turn the lights out.
1: Well, they are unofficially out right now. 95 Goodness. yard, 94 yard touchdown run, and he uh, he broke some tackles. There was some poor tackling there by the Cavaliers, but an outstanding effort by Ruben Mesa. This St. John's team, it's hard to believe they're 0-2 coming into tonight, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, what league have they been playing in?
1: (laughs) Well, they played DeWitt, always very tough, and then lost a 7-3 game against Waverly. Here's the extra point attempt by Olmstead. It's up, high, long,
2: good. Talk about offensive efficiency. They've ran two plays in the second half, and they've got 150 yards and two touchdowns. Woodwell Company can put on new roofing and cover your home with vinyl siding. That's a well-known fact. But they also offer porch building, kitchen and bathroom room remodeling, painting, and many other home improvements. Call Woodwell Company at 723-3343 for their expert work. Catwalder Lord Hahn Insurance has been serving Shawasee County residents since 1903 with the best insurance coverage available. For home business, auto health, and life insurance, call the professionals at Catwalder Lord Hahn Insurance 200 West Exchange in Owasso. They'll cover all your insurance needs, and right now the Cavaliers need some disaster insurance.
1: (laughs) You got that right, big fella. 28 to zip, 522 yet to go here in the third quarter, and... The Cavaliers are in disbelief right now. The quick strike offense of St. John's, amazing.
2: 149 yards in two plays.
1: You heard it. 149 yards, two plays. Here's the kickoff. Vondoloski at the 10, the 15, comes up across the 20, makes a move across the 25 to the 30, brought down at about the 31-yard line. First player there for the Red Wings, John Schwartz.
2: I got to tell you right now, go out, and rim, a, a whim, go out on that whim. Go out on that whim and say that DeWitt team is going to be a force in the playoffs again this year if they handle this team 27 to seven. Yep, you're right. For class? They're in Class B or Double B? Who knows? Or Triple B? Let's see. Are they rated? Yeah, they're rated. Uh,
1: take a look while I uh, describe this. They're rated fourth and B. Okay. We do come prepared. (laughs) First and ten from the Cavalier 30. Bentley, straight back to pass. you got to fill it up now, baby. He has Herrick open at midfield. Crosses midfield to the 45. Inside the 45 to the 42-yard line before Damon Wilcox runs Rob Herrick out of bounds. Pass a little bit behind Herrick, but
2: connected. And here we go again. 26 yards. Nice connection. We can only hope that St. John's has gone into that prevent defense. A famous prevent. Famous prevent
1: is right. Prevents you from winning, but I have my doubts. First and 10. From the St. John's 42, but you never know. Here we go to the flex bone. It's a wide open offense, this flex bone. One back only behind quarterback Bentley. He's straight back to pass. Has some time. Fake pumps once. Dances past one man and then is handled at about the line of scrimmage. In on the tackle big number 79 Gill Parrish. 6 foot 180 pounder
2: good coverage well it's easy to play defensive back when you got a 28 nothing lead with 430 to go in the third you know they're going to throw just about every time
1: yeah that's just tough. it's a defensive back's dream there's no doubt about it second down and 11 it was a yard loss 419 to go in the third McCarthy will split left they're going over to double cover him I don't blame him Bentley Hands it up the middle to Holfacker. Holfacker carries three men on his back to about the 35-yard line. The first one there for the Red Wings. Steve Korianik, the nose tackle. that
2: time. It's a nice little play, but you, can't, you don't have enough time you're doing that stuff.
1: You can mix it in there every once in a while, but you're going to have to predominantly go to the air, trailing 28 to nothing, that's for sure. Keep it tuned right here for the Owasso-Swords Creek game in its entirety. McCarthy will split left single coverage on him this time. Bentley looks over there, throws it behind him, and Josh can't quite haul it in. I think they had the right play call that time, but a little bit behind the intended receiver, Josh McCarthy.
2: You know, a play of my work is to throw that little 50 pass out on the wing to McCarthy and have somebody streaking down the right sideline. Maybe we can just drop plays up in the dirt, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> is it getting to be that time? Well,
1: you might want to throw you know, a quick pitch to the halfback and then throw the transcontinental back to the quarterback, Bentley. Yeah.
2: And then throw it again across the field to the wide receiver. And that'll work.
1: That's, it'll work every time. I just never have understood why coaches don't use it more.
2: will uh, use it nicely against State. Of course, anything works against State. But
1: Well, it worked. It definitely worked Saturday. Miller will split out here to the right. Vondoloski out to the left. Bentley looks over to him. Here it is, the 50 play. Oh, we called they it. They called it. Vondoloski completes it out to Herrick. Oh, Herrick's going to yeah. go all the way. <laughs> Give me five, baby. <laughs> I don't believe that, Chris. Just like we drew it up in the dirt. (laughs) Herrick throws the overhand lateral out to Vondoloski. Vondoloski passed it overhand downfield to Rob Herrick for a 40-yard touchdown. How about that? I
2: can't believe it. They certainly wouldn't listen to us. They've never listened to us.
1: Uh, they must have picked it up on the shortwave frequency. Now, we're going to give the coaching staff all the credit on that one, that's for sure. But it's just a lucky guess by us, I believe. And it was wide open. But you know what made it a little more obvious to us? Because they threw the quick hitter out to McCarthy first. You know, it set up the de- defense a little bit. Here's Welty in to attempt to kick. Kicks it up. The sidewinder gets it, I think, up yep. and in. Yep. The referee decides, yep, we'll let you guys know. And so it's 28 to 7, but still three and a half minutes to go in the third. And that perks up this large Cavalier crowd.
2: It perked me up, too. Hopkins Lake IG has the freshest produce, the great dairy department, table right meats. And the best savings in town, you'll be able to buy Michigan Lottery and Michigan Lotto tickets and rent videos. They honor double manufacturer coupons daily. And food stamps are welcome. That's Hopkins Lake IGA 1309 South M52. The Action Bank 2 card from Oak Kent. Use it to get cash at over 75,000 ATMs nationwide. And you may make purchases at over 150,000 MasterCard merchants worldwide. Each time you do, you receive a one-half of 1% rebate on the amount you're purchasing. If you understand that, you should be an accountant. Apply now for Action Bank 2.
1: This might be the most bizarre third quarter of football I've ever seen here sitting at the broadcast mic, starting with the blackout.
2: Well, you know, put like that, you see it work and you almost think, God, they might come back. You never know. I'll tell you, they're only three touchdowns down. I mean, there was a lot of time. They scored in about a minute there. That's right. 28-7. to
1: 7. This baby is not over. Let's turn the lights back on. What do you think?
2: No, we've seen some wild comebacks at Nick and Eastfield over the years.
1: Could be an onside kick. They're going to some funky formation here with the majority of the players right down below us. It's going to come to the right. They go with only two players. It's on the field, and St. John's falls on the football.
2: That was a little bit different. That was a very legitimate attempt, though. That ball was, that was loose for quite a while over there.
1: Miller kicked it off, made a high bounce. And that's something you just never know in high school football is the onside kicks. I thought that was a little bit strange, kicking it to the side of the field where you only had two players, but it was worth a shot.
2: Worth a shot. Anything's worth a shot now. First and
1: ten. St. John's with the ball, leading 28-7. to 7. They have it at their own 38-yard line. This is a wild one here from Nick and Eastfield in Corona. 28-7, to 7, the Red Wings lead it. Still a quarter and three minutes to go. K-13 goes in motion here to the left. Hand Handoff in the backfield. Wells to his fullback, Lewis, and we have
2: flags and whistles. I think the 25 second, clock, 25 second clock had run out.
1: I believe you're right. Is it 25 seconds in high school?
2: I don't know. <laughs> it was a good guess. There's no clock anyways.
1: <laughs> well, there was no clock earlier on the blackout, but it was illegal motion on the Red Wings. And so they're going to mark off the five yards against St. John's and uh, a fired-up front of defense trying to get them back
2: in the game here. Got to have a, get the ball stripped somehow.
1: Quarterback, Corey Wells. Out of the eye. Quarterback sneaks. It keeps it himself. It's a three- or four-yard game brought down, though, by Sean Fitzgerald.
2: Well, Ted, that's the first play of the second half that hasn't went for a touchdown for uh, St. John's.
1: <laughs> good things, perhaps, for Corona in store?
2: Mm-hmm. Can only go up. It's a good
1: sign. Second and 11 from their own 37-yard line. The Red Wings with it, leading by 21. 304 to go here in period number three. Keep right where you're at for game two. We're going to be starting a little bit, little bit later than normal. We'll try and wrap things up here as quickly as we can. Wells back to pass. Hands it off to Mesa. Mesa brought down by Fitzgerald along with Scott Quirk up very quickly and also Buckley and Welty in on the tackle.
2: Mesa's at, averaging an, an astounding... 48 yards per attempt here in the second
1: half. Not a bad average. Not bad. And that was his second attempt. That's right. (laughs) A 94-yard touchdown run just shocked the crowd and the Cavaliers here, but Corona came right back with another TD, trailing by 21. 28-7, the St. John's Red Wings, 2-19 to go here in the third. I-formation for the Red Wings. They send the man in motion here to the left right in front of the Cavalier bench. Wells back to pass. Oh, he has a man streaking downfield. It's up in the air, and it is incomplete. Off the fingertips of Damon Wilcox, but he was open, my man.
2: <laughs> Certainly was. Wells has been throwing the ball very well. He's accumulated 189 yards by himself to the air so far tonight.
1: You know, Wells hasn't had a lot of print. There's been some other quarterbacks getting uh, you know, a lot of recognition in the MMB, but this is Wells' second year back at St. John's, and St. John's always plays a pretty good brand of football. Obviously, the, Saint, uh, the, the Alma quarterback's a good one. Over the Elsies, we know is Chapco up in Chesaning. They have a fine quarterback back. Kind of breaking in a junior in Bentley, but I think he's going to be a good one. So we have a timeout on the field. 28 to seven. A St. John's timeout and a St. John's lead with 204 to go here in the third.
2: Owasso Refuse at 412 South Shiawassee offers household pickup service and drop off center. Senior, senior citizens' discount is available and they have a dumpster rental. A licensed transfer station open Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, Saturday, 8 till 4. Owasso Refuse is also a recycling center operated by Steve and Junior Zenic. Zensic, excuse me. Call 723 5610.
3: 8-4-0
2: oh, Ooh, I yes. thought my ticket was good Loser again? Yeah, yeah.
1: Here Ten. comes my 50-50 Just a minute, Drew Oh, go ahead
0: We had the final score from the Ovid Elsie-Elma game It was Ovid Elsie defeating Elma 26-19 to 19. Very exciting football action
1: Excellent, thanks for the update Ovid Elsie 26, Elma 19, a final Here's a snap on the punt punts up and a fair catch by Vondoloski but he lets it bounce and it takes a red wing hop up to about the 26 yard line of Corona
2: 37 yard punt no return very effective
1: well Corona will get the ball back with a minute 55 to go here in the third trailing by 21 but if they knock in a touchdown here Chris in a relatively quick amount of time We could have ourselves a wild fourth quarter. This third one has certainly been wild.
2: They're going to have to have some big plays, but there's time.
1: Out of the flex bone. Hofacker the only one behind Bentley. Bentley fake pumps once. Throws it down the right sideline. Oh, Miller takes a shot. The throw was a little bit too long. Good defensive play that time by Damon Wilcox to put the helmet right in the midsection of Jay Miller, and he heard him coming.
2: Certainly did. Uh, Bentley kind of set up Miller a little bit that time. He was open earlier, but he just kind of overthrew it, set him up for the big hit.
1: Overdell 26, Alma 19. I'll tell you, the Marauders got a little scare there.
2: Big win for those, for them though. That's a good Alma team coming down here.
1: That's right. And Overdell as you mentioned earlier, have reloaded. Flexbone. Here is McCarthy rolling left. Bentley throws it down the right side to Vondoloski just off the mark. Not too bad looking pass going to his left but a little bit overthrown and too close to the sideline. Incomplete. Brings up a third and ten for Corona from the St. John's 26 yard line. If you're just tuning in your car or tuning on your radio it's 28-7 St. John's but we had a 25 minute blackout as we started the second half of play. It was pitch dark here at Nickanese Stadium and it was Uh, Evidently, a blowout of a fuse. They were worried it might be the transformer, and then we wouldn't be playing right now. Here's Bentley, rolling right. Oh, he's scrambling for his life. Throws it out, sidearm, Bernie Kosar style, complete for a first down to, who was that? Herrick hauled it in. Nice job by Bentley to scramble, get himself some time there, and a 15-yard completion, Steve Bentley to Robbie Herrick.
2: Going to the hurry-up offense here. Minute
1: 35 to go, still in the third period of play. We've already got a final in from Ovid Elsie. Here's Bentley on the quarterback option. He comes out here to the right, breaks upfield, and we have a flag thrown. And it looks like another illegal block on the Cavaliers. Uh, well, I don't know, Chris. I guess, uh, I guess we're going to have to talk with Scott Moeller on Monday night and find out what in the heck these calls have been. You know, I'm not going to come out and say the referees are wrong. No way, because I'm not on the field, and I'd like to see the replay. But we've been seeing this a lot.
2: Yeah, it's very unusual to have so many illegal block calls. I think they're calling that just a plain out-and-out hold, though.
1: You might be right. You know, it looks like it's right in the Cavaliers' scheme. That's that's what's shocking me, because it looks like Corona's setting up their blocks intentionally that way. So Scott Muller not too happy, along with his assistants, Chris Curtis and Tony Bohack and they just can't quite understand what the heck they're calling but that's the way she goes first down and 15 from their own 35 Corona with the ball trailing by 21 Flexbone McCarthy in motion left Bentley back to pass, throws it back against the grain to Miller, Miller breaks one tackle crosses the 36 yard line so not much gained on that, finally run out of bounds by number 65 Steve Korionek the nose tackle
2: Bring up a big second and 13 here. Play was well prevented from working by the St. John's defense. Yeah, not fooled.
1: St. John's players were not fooled on this side of the field. It, it was pretty tricky play, but uh, it didn't fool anybody. Now the flex bone once again. McCarthy in motion left. Bentley rolls that way. Has some time. Throws it downfield. A little wobbly, but Vondoloski hauls it in. A little bit of prevent defense, and Vondoloski does take it inside the 50-yard line to about the 48-yard line of St. John's. Another 15-yard completion.
2: He Went out of bounds and stopped the clock nicely.
1: Bentley looking a lot like Bernie Kosar all of a sudden.
2: If they could somehow cut this to 14 with maybe 10 minutes to go in the game, they still got a shot. That's
1: right. Minute 11 to go here yet in the third, 28 to 28-7. St. John's, Bentley back to pass, launches it, Uh uh-oh, the receiver Herrick fell down, and so did the defender, Scott Bryah, and it's incomplete, and fortunately for Bentley that time, the player for St. John's did fall down, because that pass was not where he really wanted it.
2: No, but he is 6 out of 11 in this half for uh, some 106 yards so far, so he's had to throw, and he's doing a good job.
1: Well, as a quarterback, you certainly hate to be trailing by 21, but it's kind of fun when you can go back there and throw just about every down, too. Here's Bentley. He has a man-of-motion quirk to the right. Here comes the option. Bentley tucks it under his arm, cuts it upfield, and crosses the 45 to about the 43-yard line brought down by Jay Green and Sean Hybeck.
2: Don't anybody call Steve Bentley's house tomorrow because he will not be getting out of bed till about 2 in the afternoon. He's going to be wore out.
1: <laughs> he probably will be one sore young individual.
2: Third and five, the Cavaliers
1: from the 43-yard line of St. John's. Here's a handoff up the middle to Herrick. Herrick cuts against the green, gets close to the 30-yard line, brought down by Hybeck, but he hit hit the hole very quickly, cut between Mark Buckley and Sean Fitzgerald. Gets a nice little scamper. No huddles, back in gear here. First ten,
3: Cavaliers.
1: Bentley calls out the audible at the line of scrimmage. First and ten from the St. John's 31. They want to go as much as they can with a win. Hofacker up the middle. He gets another first down or close to it. Down to about the 20-yard line. Here comes a play off the bench. Quirk comes out. Herrick in for him. The the clock is stopped as they move the chain Scott Muller wants to get a score or close to a score here before the quarter ends and have that win still at his back it certainly does driving to the south end zone 19 seconds to go could be the last play depending on what play is called Bentley hands it off up the middle and nothing much there at all I noticed Sexton was like 20 yards downfield blocking and the ball was stopped right at the line of scrimmage I'm not sure if that's what they wanted But that will end the third quarter of play. 28-7 St. John's, but Corona inside the 20-yard line of the Red Wings as they move the chains.
2: Westside Pharmacy offers fast service on prescriptions, has generic drugs and all types of over-the-counter medication and health care needs. 24-hour emergency prescription service is available at Westside Pharmacy, 818 West Main, Westtown. It's easy to put some elegance in your life. See the new Cadillacs and Oldsmobiles at Young Olds Cadillac of Owasso. Beautiful new models and a great selection of previously owned cars are on their lot. Young Olds Cadillac at 1418 East Main in Owasso, offering the best in sales, quality, and service.
1: Well, final 12 minutes of play here in Corona. I'm Ted Fattell, alongside Chris McMillan, and it's been all St. John's. 28 to 7, St. John's. We had a blackout at the start of... The second half, St. John's was already leading 14 to nothing. After the blackout, Corona fumbled first play. St. John scored immediately on a 55-yard pass. Corona got the ball back, drove it down to about the six-yard line, turned it over on downs. First play, St. John's 94-yard touchdown run by Ruben Mesa. They lead it 28-7, Corona at the 18 of St. John's, 2nd and 8. McCarthy split here on the left, Pentley looking over the middle, complete to Vondoloski, inside to 5, down to about the 2-yard line, first and goal, Corona.
2: I'll tell you what this this performance by Bentley may do him a lot of good in the future he has to throw now and he's coming out and he's done a good job, he's completed 7 out of 11 he's
1: throwing with confidence, I'll tell you one key to that Mac is throwing the ball all the time you get a feel for things, your arm is not tight nothing else is tight, Bentley takes a snap but St. John says we want a timeout and they call timeout just in time
2: we'll take that timeout
1: we got 11.46 to go it is 28-7 St. John's, but Corona is knock, knock, knocking on the door.
2: Knock. Big John's Steak and Onion on East Main Street in Owasso wants you to knock, knock, knock on their door, and they invite you to try Big John's new succulent breast of chicken sub. It's a great taste with a six-inch sub, a dollar ninety-five, and eight-inch sub at two ninety-five. Or get a six-inch steak and onion sub combo with a bag of chips and a large drink, just two ninety-five at Big John's Steak and Onion in Owasso. And hey, Capitol Bowl in downtown Owasso has Saturday night Scotch doubles at 10 p.m. and the cost is only $12 per couple. There's a weekly prize money with a building strike fun jackpot. Join the fun bowling at Capitol Bowl in downtown Owasso Saturday night for their Scotch doubles.
1: And I wish happy birthday today to Rhino, Ryan Sandberg, also Grant Fuhrer, hockey goalie Supreme's birthday today, and Flint's own Jim Abbott, born on this day, 1967.
2: See, old Rhino hit a home run today, and his young son was there to greet him at home plate. He's a bat boy today.
1: Is that right?
0: Yep. That's neat.
1: 11.46 to go. Corona with the ball. First and goal from the two. Out of the wishbone. Both ends in tight. Bentley options it out to the right. Cuts it up against the green. Dives towards the end zone. Touchdown, Corona.
2: We got a ball game. Twenty
1: eight to 13 to score as the Cavaliers still have a chance.
2: Cavaliers had the old ambulance lights going nuts down there. Touchdown ambulance.
1: Paramedics getting excited.
2: 11.41 to go
1: here in the game. Corona down by 15. You keep going for one, right? Maybe. Yeah, at this stage you go for one. Brody Welty in the game to kick it. Kicks it up. Kicks it straight through. It's a 14 point ball game with still almost a full quarter to go. Corona down by 14.
2: You'll save every day on quality name brand home appliances like Maytag, Whirlpool, KitchenAid, and Crosley at Gilbert's True Valley Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso. They offer experienced repair out of appliances, servicing most makes. That's Gilbert's True Valley Hardware and Appliance downtown, where? Owasso. With their Education Club, Key State Bank gives you the perfect opportunity to make college a reality for your children. Make regular deposits and enjoy earnings interest too. The Education Club is an ideal gift to give a student. See a friendly customer service representative at Key State Bank in Owasso, Flint, or Lansing. Down 14, 11.41 to go.
1: 28.14. Cavaliers trail it, but they come marching back. We'll see if the momentum can somehow shift back into the Cavaliers' hip pockets here at Nick and nee Stadium in the county seat, Corona. 11.41 yet to go. The Cavaliers will kick it off. Is it onside kick time again, Mac, or do you boom it down?
2: I think you boom it this time. Boomer sooner. Miller will
1: kick it. Let's see what happens. Looks like St. John's with their regular kick-receive team. Schwartz, Mesa, and high back deep for the Red Wings. Here comes the onside formation, two men here on the short side below us, all the rest of Cavaliers on the other side. Miller, kicks it that way, bounces on the field, bounces up in the air, it's on the gridiron, and it's recovered by St. John's. Oh, it took the ideal bounce for an onside kick, but heads up player over there. I think it was number 43, Matt Felposh, it was. Excellent job, he tipped it up in the air and regained his composure and hauled it down.
2: Well, somebody's going to have to stick a helmet on the ball and pop something loose here. 11.37 to go
1: here from Corona. 28-14, the Red Wings. A 55-yard touchdown, a 94-yard touchdown, a 60-yard touchdown tells the story for St. John. Quick strike.
2: Big play offense.
1: I formation. K-13 in motion here to the right. Kennesneck Handoff up the middle to the fullback this time. And there's, he's gang-tackled by a host of Cavaliers. Lewis was the carrier. He was tackled by the whole front wall of Corona. Kondo Miller-Moore along with Ryan Buckley.
2: The thing about this St. John's offense is it has not self-destructed yet. They have yet to put the pigskin on the green stuff. And the Cavaliers need a turnover.
1: St. John's, got to tip your hat to Coach Bart Colheed because they have had an outstanding game plan tonight. Second down and 11. Out of the eye. Man in the slot to the right. He goes in motion to the left. Wells. Options it out here to the right. Gets it to Mesa. He gets a block. Crosses the 45. And we have a flag on the field. And let's wait and see what the f- penalty flag is here. It was about a six-yard gain. Holding on the Red Wings, and they know it.
2: Well, that call definitely hurt St. John's. They had a nice little eight-yard run there. Would have brought up a third and two as it is. It's going to be about second and 25 or 20 or what do you um, think? 20-something. 20-something. That's, your, that's a new TV show, isn't it? Yeah, it used
1: to be 30-something. Now it's kind of moved to 40-something for some people.
2: It's all those middle ages and 902-01. You know what? It's 10 o'clock, and you're listening to
1: WMZX from Owasso your star station and you Owasso fans maybe possibly might be on your way home wondering how come we're not hearing Denny and Mark well we had a power outage here and we still got 10 minutes and 37 seconds to go in this ball game from Corona the Cavaliers trail St. John's 28-14 to the Red Wings with the ball second down and 16 from the 35 Wells looks to pass high lob pass over the middle nearly picked off by Vondoloski behind the intended receiver Sean Nobach Cavalier defense stiffening now.
2: Third and 16. Let's see how fancy St. John's going to get. They're going to try and sit on the ball. They're going to go for the first down.
1: I don't, think they're, I don't think they'll go airwave with it right here, but we'll wait and see. The play does come in off the bench, so the St. John's coaching staff has thought it over. Let's see what the call will be. Third and 16 from the 35 of the Red Wings. They're on top by 14 points. Cavaliers might want to be careful, though, because they do have a big play offense. I-formation. Corey Wells gets a blitz by Holfecker. He launches it downfield, tipped away beautifully by Vondoloski. McCarthy was also there to break it up, but Coach Park Cole, he's letting it all hang out. Intended for Damon Wilcox and just incomplete, but a good call. Just it, a nice defensive play.
2: It was open for a minute, but Vondoloski did a good job of covering ground as the ball was in the air and knocked it away.
1: 10-21 to go here in the ball game from Corona. 28-14, the Cavaliers trail it, but St. John's is forced to punt. Deep for Corona will be Rob Herrick. He's the lone deep back. Now they'll move Vondoloski back with him. Trent Briggs will take the snap. He hasn't had to do much punting tonight. He gets it up. It's short. Go, Just crosses midfield, takes a Cavalier bounce back and goes out of bounds at about the 49-yard line. So again, Corona in pretty good position.
2: Great field position. 52 yards away from Pater. Cut the lead to 7.
1: First and 10, the Cavaliers. Steve Bentley has had a pretty good game passing thus far, especially in the second half.
2: That'll be 7 out of 12 for 119 yards.
1: Still over 10 minutes to go. Bentley breaks them out of the huddle. They're in the wishbone. They possibly will break out of it to the flex bone. They'll send McCarthy out left. They stay in the solid wishbone. McCarthy all alone out here. It's a handoff to Jay Miller. Miller cracks for about five yards. Brought down by Gil Barish and also Jay Green in on the tackle.
2: This is definitely a drive you want to get something out of. You can even, even take, you know, four or five minutes off the clock and get it done, but you definitely got to get something here.
1: Can't take your time too long in the huddle, though. They break out of it quickly here. They did huddle up. McCarthy split left. Bentley fakes it to Hofacker. Keeps it himself around right end. Gets the first down and an extra five yards. Takes it to about the 35-yard line brought down by Hybeck along with Matt Felposh.
2: And the young man also used his head and got out of bounds and stopped that clock. Clock stopped at 9.42 to go. 28-14, to
1: 14, if you're just tuning in or just leaving the Owasso game at Wilman Field, we had a 25-minute power outage just after the second half started. Lights were completely out here at Nick and East Field in Corona, and that's why we're a little behind schedule. Bentley takes a snap, pitches it deep, it's on the gridiron. Miller crawls for the ball and gets the... Pigskin back at about the 46 yard line Cavaliers fortunate to get that one back
2: You know I think there was a little uh, mix up there The Cavaliers had not, took the ball out of bounds and The clock was stopped and they still went to that hurry up offense They could have took their time went back in the huddle and called the play I don't know if that had anything to do with it but Good call Second
1: down and 20 From their own Or from the St. John's 46 Clock is moving now Vondoloski split left Quirk split right factor behind quarterback Bentley, Bentley straight back to pass, looking downfield, he has a man in the open, Quirk, Quirk, crosses the 20, 15, down to the 10, inside the 5 yard line. Tremendous pass by Bentley and tremendous play by Scotty Quirk. 35 yard completion, Bentley to Quirk and we're down at the 6 yard line.
2: That was one of the best passes Bentley's thrown all night and all year, he zipped that baby to the far sideline.
1: Sir, there a comment earlier about turn out the light?
2: Yeah, but now I'm coming. They're knock, back on. Knock, knock, knock. You hear me, knock? <laughs> I'm coming in. They're back
1: on. From the sixth, handoff to the big guy, the Hoss, Hofacker. Carries three players on his back, gets down to about the three. Brought down by the left side of the St. John's line. Corianic, Barish, and Damon. You
2: know, I had no idea that Corona had such a potent offensive uh, air show.
1: I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for the quick strikes of St. John's, it's going to be sitting a lot better right now. St. John's has scored three touchdowns of over 55 yards. Kind of deja vu of the Owasso game last week. Second and goal from the four. Hopacker on the fake. Bentley keeps that around right end. And good play that time by the defensive end by St. John's. I believe it was Dusty Damon there on the tackle.
3: Oh,
1: Third down and goal from the three. No matter what happens tonight, it has been quite a learning experience for the junior quarterback of Corona, Steve Bentley. Third and three. Eight minutes to go. Bentley back to pass. Bobs it up to McCarthy. Off his fingertips. There was some contact. No call. And incomplete.
2: I gotta tell you quite honestly, if there was contact, I think it was on Josh McCarthy's part. I think he pushed off right at the end, but you might never. be right.
1: There was definitely some contact and we've got a huge play. Fourth down and goal from the three. Wasn't all that bad a pass either.
2: No, he threw it up nicely. A little jump ball McCarthy usually comes down with.
1: We got a timeout on the field, Corona, and uh, you gotta you gotta know what you're doing here, that's for sure. Fourth down and goal from the three yard line. Let me give you a quick rundown on what in the heck has happened here tonight. After a scoreless first quarter, who would have thunk it, Chris, of what has went on in the last three quarters so far? St. John's scored on a 60-yard pass. Corey Wells to Sean Novak, in the second quarter with just four minutes gone. Then with no time left on the clock in the second quarter, a six-yard run by quarterback Wells on an option around the right side. The point after on both were good by Olmstead. St. John's led. 14 to zip at the half. Second half started with Corona with the ball, looking like they were driving. They got two plays off. The lights went out. A blackout, 25 minutes. Then St. John scored on a 55-yard pass, a 94-yard run, and then Corona scored the last two touchdowns. Here we go. Fourth and goal from the three. Out of the wishbone, McCarthy split left. Bentley looking that way. Lobs it up to him. Touchdown, Corona! Corona! <laughs> Yard pass, Bentley threw it right on the numbers, and McCarthy was not gonna be denied that time.
2: Good call, good throw, good play all the way around. They went with their best play in the situation, and it worked. Throw that ball up too many times, McCarthy. He's gonna come down with a few of them. Nice throw by Bentley. Couldn't have thrown it any better. We got ourselves a ball game, my man. You hear me knocking it, I'm coming in, baby. (laughs)
1: Here's the extra point attempt by Welty. The hold is down by Vondoloski, Welty kicks it up, it is good by the sophomore, we got ourselves a seven-point game, ladies and gentlemen, don't leave us now.
2: The tradition of funeral service continues at Jennings Lions Funeral Chapel, no other establishment provides such thoughtful, caring counsel before, during, or after your family loss. Visit their newly redecorated building and see what excellence in family care is all about. That's the Jennings Lions Funeral Chapel in Owasso. Kriner's Owasso Floral at 1398 North Hickory, and Owasso says they will be there whenever you need them. If you want flowers for a special occasion or for an individual, you're sure to find exactly the right selection. Be sure to ask about their student discount as student charge account at Kriner's Owasso Floral.
1: Here's the story in a real nutshell. St. John's 28 to, leading 28 to nothing. Corona comes back, 21 straight points. It's 28-21. 7.54 to go. Uwasso fans tuning in to listen to the trojan Swords Creek game. Stay with us. We were delayed 25 minutes by a blackout here at the field, but we have a wild finish in store for us here with Corona trailing by 7, 28-21. We have a score in from Ovidelsi. The Ovidelsi Marauders defeated the Alma Panthers tonight 26-19 to... 19 to stay 3 and 0 on the season unbeaten and 1 and 0 in the league but Corona trying to do the same so is St. John's here at least in the league to be unbeaten the Cavaliers 2 and 0 coming into this contest tonight coming up against a very very well-tuned St. John's team you would never know they lost their first two contests and we've got ourselves a ding dong dandy
2: 8 out of 13 in the second half for Steve Bentley for 159 yards help bring him back
1: They'll bring him back his right. Now let's see if they'll go for the onside kick once again or kick it down. Jay Miller will do the honors. 7.54 to go. He's going to boom it down, it looks like. He kicks it straight down the middle. Looks like Mesa. He's at the 5, 10, 15, down the left sideline, 20, 25, out of bounds at around the 30-yard line brought out by a host of Cavaliers. St. John's will have the ball and a 7-point lead
2: and thank you for going out of bounds take that clock stoppage anytime gut check time really for both teams,
1: St. John's is feeling that momentum and feeling that lead slipping away, Corona on the other hand knows they cannot afford to give up two or three first downs here, they have got to have in their mind that they got to stop St. John's on this series or maybe the next series, but that's about as far as it can go, Corona's got to get their hands back on the ball if they expect to win, one back, no eye back, eye formation behind St. John's, the back Quarterback Wells
3: fumbles it it's on the field. Corona has it. Recovered by Scott Quirk, and a
1: huge, huge break there for the Cavaliers.
2: Well, he just had a feeling St. John's had not fumbled the whole game, and that you knew it was going to cough it up sometime, and they did it right then and there.
1: Coach Cole, he can't be feeling good about that. The momentum, if it was swinging Corona's way, has swung, ladies and gentlemen. 28-21. Cavaliers trail by seven, and they have it in St. John's territory at the 28. Out of the wishbone. McCarthy split right. Bentley hands it off to Herrick. Herrick between left guard and tackle. Crosses the 25. Inside the 24. Brought down by Aaron Stills and Kevin Sturgis.
2: Ted, you're going to have to excuse me. Just broke my heel on that fumble on the chair.
1: <laughs> 20 to go. 28-21. The Red Wings. McCarthy will split right. Second and six from the 24-yard line of St. John's. Cavaliers trying to knock it in the north end zone. Bentley takes it to Hofacker, pitches it back to Quirk. Quirk gets a block, cuts against the gray, dives close to a Cavalier first down inside the 20 to about the 18. We We've got an official's timeout on the field. I think they're going to bring the chains out. Let's see what they say. They are going to stop the clock with seven minutes and even seven minutes to go. 28-21. St. John.
2: You look at this uh, statistical sheet here, Ted. The Cavaliers have ran 33 plays in the second half to St. John's 8. And the Cavaliers totally dominated except for those two long scoring bursts by St. John's early in the third quarter. This
0: is one
1: of the wildest games I have ever seen on a football field, Chris.
2: And you've seen a lot of them. Oh, I've seen many, many, many. Tell you almost went blind. <laughs> just about. It's a good one. It's a good one. It was just short.
1: Third and about a half a yard. The Cavaliers have it at the 18-yard line of St. John's Bentley. Over center. Mayhan, Hand off to the big guy. Why not? Oh, Holfacker into the second area. Trust five, four, three. No, no. Down at about the one-yard line. The referee says he didn't quite make it. Holfacker straight. straight up the gut, my man. Down to about the one.
2: I like the way you hold it. You're scoring touchdown.
1: I held it off that time because earlier this year I think I called one and I didn't want to do it again. Knocking on that door. Leo Constein thought it was a touchdown, (laughs) though. We were all
2: trying to push the big guy in there. (laughs)
1: 6.48, first and goal from the one. The Cavaliers down by seven, trying to get within a point. McCarthy split left, keep it on the ground here. Bentley on the quarterback sneak, doesn't get much. I don't think he got in. He might have got within a half a yard, and it looks like the stick was right at the half a yard line, so he was stopped right at the line of scrimmage. You still got to kind of hurry here, but you got to keep it on the ground, Chris. Two more times at least.
2: But I don't think they have to hurry. They just got to get it in here. Give it to the big boy one time. 6-19.
1: Yeah, you're right. I lost my head for a moment there. We're going for the tie.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> Second and one. Bentley. Again. This time I think he's in, no indication though, so yeah it is, touchdown Corona, we're within a point.
2: We're within a point, Nave hammered in four touchdowns in a span of about 12 minutes here,
1: here I am saying, you know, I refrain all the time to say we're within a point, or we're doing this, but I can't help myself right now, 28-27, the Cavaliers within one point, Can you believe it?
2: Hey, this St. John's defensive team's got to be tired. They've been on the field almost this whole second half.
1: All-important extra point. Welty. He'll attempt a kick. Brody kicks it up. It's good. We're all knotted up. 28 points apiece.
2: What a great comeback by this group of Cavalier football players.
1: Chris, I'll tell you right now, if for some way Corona can win this game, this will be just an amazing, amazing boost until about Monday when they have to start thinking about their next opponent.
2: Yeah, the old 24-hour rule, maybe a 48-hour rule. This isn't over yet. Still got to win this thing, but who would have believed it 15, 20 minutes ago?
1: It's 10-15 on a Friday night. We still got 6:02 to go here in Corona. You might as well say it's 0-0. It's not, though. It's 28-28. St. John's led this game 28 to zip. Corona, 28 unanswered points. That's a lot of 28, so I'm saying.
2: I think these uh, red and black and white people feel it slipping a little bit over there on that western sideline.
1: They might be, but I'll tell you, we've seen many games, and uh, all they've got to do right now is knock it down and score, and there's going to be a lot of sad Corona fans going home, but they would have one thing on their mind. They saw a heck of a game they've no matter seen, what.
2: They've seen a tremendous comeback by this Corona team.
1: No quit by this Cavalier team, that's for sure, and we don't have to go out on a limb to say that. It has been amazing.
2: Yeah, and who are we kidding? They run the wishbone, the flexbone. They don't want to pass as much as they've had to, but they've executed nicely.
1: And lights went out on a power blackout. The lights looked like they were out on the Cavaliers, but oh no. And here's Miller. He kicks it downfield. Fielded by St. John's number 30 he brings it up the left sideline and he is stuck and there's a flag on the field oh there's some definitely extra act- extracurricular activity going on down there but i don't know what this flag was
2: i'll tell you Brody weldy came down there just like a wild man possessed and almost knocked that ball loose
1: it's against st john's illegal block
2: well this trailing officials called that about on every kickoff and we've had a lot of kickoffs tonight 28 28
1: Stay with us, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to listen to the Owasso game, we will have it on in its entirety, but we have got ourselves a wild one here in Corona. St. John's took the lead twenty-eight to nothing with approximately four or five minutes to go in the third quarter. And unbelievably, Corona scored on a forty yard pass from quarterback Steve Bentley to Vondoloski. They scored on a two yard run by Bentley, they scored on a three yard pass from Bentley to McCarthy they scored on a one yard run by Bentley and all of a sudden we're at 28-28 six minutes to go St. John's with it, first and ten from their own 14, Greta's got to be careful here, they don't want to get hit with a big strike, but St. John's has their backs against their own end zone I formation the Red Wings, they send K-13 in motion to the left Corey Wells Straight back to Mesa. He breaks into the secondary, carries a couple men with him, brought down by Buckley, and he gets the Red Wings there. A little bit of breathing room as he's close to a first down.
2: This Mesa is a dangerous tailback. He was about two steps away from breaking that for about 85 yards. He's already broke one for 94 yards.
1: Yeah, when he gets through that line, man, watch out. What do they got? 28-28 to score. 5.35 to go. First down. First down on the carry there by Mesa. Just got the first down the ball. First and 10 at their own 25-yard line. Here's a quick snap to the quarterback. Wells, he keeps it himself up the middle. Gained a couple yards on the carry. Brought down by Condell along with Brett Moore.
2: I wonder if Wells is doing that on his own or if that's a call in the huddle.
1: I think that was Parker that time. The junior snapped it because he snapped it so quick. It didn't look like any of the other St. John's linemen moved. Second seven from their 28. St. John's with it. Five minutes to go. We're tied at 28 apiece. Man in motion here to the right. Wells hit, but it's handed off to Meza. Meza into the secondary. Another first down for the Red Wings. Corona's still shooting the gas, but they're not wrapping up the tackle. And Meza finally brought down by Herrick, but a first down the Red Wings. couple consecutive first downs by the senior standout, Ruben Meza.
2: And he feels it, baby. He knows he can break it any time. He's already done it once, and he's almost done it twice in a row now.
1: He keeps the legs really churning. 4.35 to go. 28-28 to score here in a wild affair from Nick Anise Field. Man in motion left. Out of the eye. Wells. Hands it off to Mesa. He's stuck, but he bounces off it. Moore hit him. Mesa bounced off, but the linebackers there were to clean up the damage. Wealthy and Hofacker wrapped him up. Brat Moore stuck. Mesa, made him stand straight up, but the guy is tough.
2: Playing field right now is no place for the faint of heart. These people are doing some popping helmet-to-helmet. Helmet.
1: These youngsters for both teams right now are playing their hearts out, and we are having a classic confrontation here on the gridiron in Corona. 28-28. Under four minutes to go. St. John's with the ball, second down and eight from their own forty-yard line. Both ends in tight. Now they send a man in motion here to the right. Here's the quarterback decides to keep it himself and it's sacked in the backfield. Condal in on the hit, along with Carol Neal at the ankles.
2: Condo is just an expert at that move. He gets so low, he just shoots the gap and nobody touches him. And he's wrapping up the quarterback's legs before he can even make a move.
1: Third down, 10 yards to go for St. John. Big play here, Macker. 3.18 to go. 28-28 to score. St. John's with the pigskin. Third and 10. Corey Wells sends a man in motion to the left. Eye behind him. Wells keeps it. Pitches it to Meza. Meza is gang-tackled. McCarthy Wealthy, and Wyckoff there on the hit. Putt situation for the Red Wings. Plenty of time for the Cavaliers to take it down.
2: You know, St. John's coaching staff just hates to give this ball up because he knows his defensive team is very tired and Cavaliers have been executing very well on offense
1: Bring up a very good point there my man St. John's defense has been on the field For an awful long time Deep for Corona is Herrick He's at his own 35 yard line Punting the ball for the Red Wings Will be Trent Briggs The all important snap by Howie Straub Short man you might watch out You just never know It should be a definite punt though It's It's back to him The punt goes up High nice punt Herrick just lets it go It takes a Red Wing bounce inside the 30, down to the 20. Inside the 15-yard line to the 14 do we play for overtime. But we do have a flag
2: on the field. I don't know who this is going to be against. Probably against the Cavaliers. Nice 40-yard punt, 20 of that on the roll. Almost looked like an AstroTurf punt. Early back Cavaliers up deep, but they do have the pigskin.
1: Little bit of a mistake really, to be perfectly honest, by Herrick that time. He maybe should have been another five yards back and make the fair catch, but he played it safe and you can't fall a high school kid for that, letting it bounce, but it did take a St. John's bounce and now on the penalty, it's going to be marked back even further for the
2: Cavaliers. 2.13 to go. It's going to be about 90 yards to go. We need John Elway at the helm.
1: <laughs> well, the fortunate thing in uh, high school football is you do have overtime. We certainly And the win. Cavaliers have got to be very, very careful here. They cannot, uh, they cannot turn the ball over, and they hopefully, for their own sake, don't want to have to punt down here.
2: I can't remember an overtime game here in a long time.
1: No, uh, there's, there's been more than you can imagine. There's been a few. I can't t- I More can't, than I
2: can imagine. I huh? can't. Well, there's <laughs> been a few
1: since you've been broadcasting. I can't pinpoint any right off the top of my head. We almost had one last year with Duran and Corona. Remember, Joe Geiske went for the two instead of the tie. We've had a few, but we haven't had very many. So it will be first and ten for Corona. It was an illegal chop block on the Cavaliers.
2: Anybody that lives around here still has time to run over here and see a pretty good ball game.
1: That's true. We are live. we got two, two minutes, 13 seconds to go, 28-28. I don't know if my dad, Bud Patel, is here, but he can certainly look out the front window and see what the heck's going on. The price is right. That's for sure. First and ten from the Corona Six. You can't take any chances here. Bentley hands it off to Hofacker straight up the middle. St. John's, I think they have used two of their timeouts. So. They aren't going to be able to stop the clock a lot.
2: Yeah, I think you've got to be fair to your kids here. They've had such a great comeback here. You don't want to do anything stupid and turn the ball over and waste a great performance.
1: 28-28, a minute 54 to go. The clock is moving. Corona with the ball deep in their own territory. Second down and nine. It's a wild one. From the Corona seven. Bentley out of the bone. It's just hang on to the ball time here, boys. Quirk. Gets a little bit of a hole between left guard and tackle and gets about three or four yards brought down by Aaron Stills and
2: Josh Fiedowa. Been impressed with the Miller and Quirk and uh, Herrick and how hard they have been running the ball out of that halfback position.
1: There's a couple of kids that could possibly break one for Corona, but you, your main emphasis right now is you got to hold on to the ball. Exactly. Third down and four, nearing the one minute mark, tied up at 28. Bentley. Hands it off again, and we're going to be close to a first down by Herrick. That should stop the clock as they move the chains. And now a little bit of breathing room here, Macri. You might change your philosophy just a hair. With a minute four to go, the ball at the 20. Still got to hang on to it.
2: Yeah, it's still kind of a touch situation.
1: Maybe a quick pitcher. Nah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> we'll see. I think my chances on overtime right now. Yep.
1: First and 10. Corona. Bentley on the option. Keeps it himself around the right side. Tucks it under his arm. Gets up to about the 25. Brought down by Green and Fidoa.
2: Bentley's been a big part of this half. He's ran the ball nine times and passed it 13 times here in the second half.
1: Certainly looking at an overtime. Second down and five. 35 seconds to go. 28-28 to score. It's been just a Twilight Zone type of night. We've mentioned it before. Out of the bone, Bentley to Hofacker up the middle, has a little room. Cuts across the cross to 35 40, 42 yard line. Corona might think about a timeout now. 19 seconds to go. The clock is stopped with 19 seconds. I think now,
2: Chris, you definitely open it up just a little bit. Yep, I think you can throw the ball now, Tip. We're great coaches up here,
1: aren't we? Hey, we called the 50-pass earlier, didn't we? <laughs> That's I?
2: right. I got him back in the game. Let's get our play
1: diagrammed here in the dirt.
2: Okay, we got to get some dirt up here first.
1: Let's make a guess. Let's just play. Let's be the coach tonight, right now.
2: Well, I I think you'd almost come, come back one time to that 50-pass.
1: You might be able to. i I got to believe, let's send McCarthy as a little bit of a decoy out here on the wide side of the field.
4: Okay. And then
1: throw it the other way to possibly Vondaloski, see what happens. Or maybe send both... Bondoloski and McCarthy down each sideline and throw a little swing pass out to Robbie Herrick. (laughs)
2: Let's keep a few people in the block, huh?
1: (laughs) We're all tied up. 28-28. 19 seconds to go. Wild game here from Corona. That Owasso game will be getting over tonight. Approximately 1 o'clock on uh, the clock. (laughs) Stay with us, though. Owasso will be playing Swartz Creek in its entirety via tape delay. Corona, after the timeout, out of the wishbone. Bentley, Takes it to Holfacker, keeps it himself, pitches it now out to Quirk. Quirk runs it down the left sideline and runs out of bounds. Scotty, I think you could have got another five, but he took it out of bounds and stopped the clock. Ooh. Fourteen seconds to go. That yeah, that option I is dangerous. I isn't don't it?
2: like that blind pitch. Not at this time.
1: Bentley, though, is feeling pretty confident. I mean, he's got the flow of the game going right now. He's got a good feel. A good feel.
2: Well, yeah, 14 seconds to feel. Feel one time and throw that baby up. What the heck? It's good as a punt.
1: They do have uh, Mesa is a safety, Chris. Also another speedster, Damon Wilcox. So you definitely don't want to throw a pass to where they have any open room in front of them on an interception.
2: Good point, Ted. That's why you're doing a play-by-play.
1: Vondoloski split left. A man for the Cavaliers, split right, inside trap. trap to McCarthy, up the middle, gets close to a first down, but short, now I, I like that play.
2: I do, I've always liked that play.
1: Little inside trap to McCarthy, and the timeout by Corona, I believe it is their last one, McCarthy takes it to the 49-yard line, it might be Hail Mary time, I don't know, it'd be a lot more feasible with the wind at your back, with the wind in your face, I don't know heck of a game 28 28 with seven seconds to go
2: i think you put your trips out to this side of the field and just toss it up
1: trips out to the short side huh that's right all right we will see 28 28 st john's and corona doing battle here in the mid-michigan b opener we have another final in from ovid elsey the marauders defeated alma tonight about an hour and a half ago 26 to (laughs) 19 is this still friday (laughs) I believe so. We do have another game coming up. Owasso and Swords Creek immediately following this game. You people maybe possibly driving home from Wilman Field or wondering where in the heck the Owasso game is. We had a power outage here for about ten, 25 minutes just after halftime. That's why such the late ending here, and we're probably going to go overtime. Bentley out of the wishbone. Looks to pass. Fake pumps once. Throws it over the middle to McCarthy. McCarthy into the secondary. Brought down inside the 30, and the clock is going to run out, I believe. Looks like the referee's signal they want to stop the clock to move the chain. There's no cl- no time on the clock. There's some confusion on the field, and that is going to have to be the end of the end of the game uh, regulation time.
2: That had shades of Anthony Carter against Indiana in about 1981 where he poked the last player over the middle for a touchdown to tie the game.
1: Oh, man, same number, too. McCarthy yeah. number one. But that is the end of regulation. The score, St. John's 28, Corona 28. We're going to go a little bit farther, and uh, Chris, we'll give some more Sports Booster spots free of charge
2: plaza Store says be prepared for the changeable weather ahead beat the virus season with a balanced intake of vitamins plaza drugs has a complete supply of vitamins and nutritional supplements for your family's good health stop at plaza drugs on north m52 in owasso and ted why don't you give all the good listeners?
1: three seconds or three
2: minutes why don't you give them a little rundown of how uh, high school play uh tiebreaker works
1: okay at high school Both teams, you have a coin flip, and the team that wins the flip gets their choice to either take the ball first or be on defense first. And what happens is each team gets a crack from the 10-yard line.
3: They're
1: going to set three minutes on the clock here, Chris, so it is official. There's been some debate whether they're going to put three seconds back on the clock, but no way was there three seconds left. So what happens is, in overtime, to get back to my train of thought, and most people do know, both teams get... Four plays to try and knock it in from the 10-yard line. Either field goal or touchdown. That's pretty much it in a nutshell, my man.
2: Yep, they put three minutes on the clock for both teams to rest up and plan some strategy here. Well, I
1: got three minutes. I'll give you a rundown. It might take me the full three minutes to tell you the scoring here. It's 28-28. We're heading into overtime from Corona. 8:01. Well, after a first quarter, neither team could score. That's when both teams decide, yep, it's time to score. St. John scored first. Four minutes gone in the second quarter on a 60-yard pass from quarterback Corey Wells to Sean Noback, his wide receiver. Point after was good by Matt Olmstead. Seven zips, St. John's. And then with no time left in the first half, St. John scored on a six-yard run by quarterback Corey Wells. The point after was good by Olmstead. The snap was made with about two seconds to go. Wells rolled around to the right. And snuck into the end zone head-on with Joe Vondoloski, but just made it in. It was 14 to zip the Red Wings at the half. Second half started with the Red Wings kicking off to Corona. Corona was down at the north end of the field. Rob Herrick scooted up the center of the field to about the 50-yard line. Corona cracked off two six-yard running plays. were looking like to get a little bit momentum and get something going. All of a sudden, the lights were gone. All the lights here at Nick and Eastfield went out. We had darkness for about 25 minutes. There was debate whether it was a transformer problem, evidently. It was a fuse, a big, gigantic fuse in the box that uh, a couple volunteers here helped fix up. They had a spare fuse and got back in action. Well, I was hoping at that time they wouldn't have got back in action because there was a fumble on their first possession after the break. The very first play after that, a 55-yard touchdown pass from Wells to Scott Byra. And then Corona drove down to the 6, gave it up on downs. First play from scrimmage, Ruben Maza scooted 94 yards, touchdown, 28-zip, St. John's. That's when all the fun for Corona began. They scored on a 40-yard pass, a 50-pass. It was from quarterback Bentley to Joe Vondoloski on the overhand lateral to Herrick down the left sideline, 28-7, and that's how it ended after 3. Crudder then banged off a two-yard run by Bentley, a three-yard pass from Bentley to McCarthy, and a one-yard run from Bentley to make it 28-28. The score here going into overtime. The Cavaliers won the toss here, and have elected to go on defense first. Both teams are going towards the north goal. St. John's will start out with the ball here first. We got ourselves a wild one, 28-28. They're awaiting the clock to be wound down here to zeroes. It actually makes no difference now. Clock does not need to run anymore. It's four plays a crack.
2: And this is something the gray of the NCAA should take a look at and get into Division I college football to playoff. It should have happened last week in Notre Dame and Michigan. That's
1: right. There is no such thing as ties in my book, and that was baloney, and it's baloney in the NCAA. I know they got two-point conversions. Get rid of it. Let's go to overtime if that's the debate. Man split left here. First and goal. From the 10, St. John's in overtime, 28-28. Handoff up the middle of Mesa. Mesa tied up at the line, but we got a flag on the field. Thrown right at the line of scrimmage. Might have been some illegal formation on the Red Wings, and it's a five yarder, I believe. Illegal procedure against the Red Wings. Five yard mark off, it'll be first and goal from the 15. We're in overtime, 28-28. I'm Ted Patel with Chris McMillan right here on WMZX, one of the longest high school games we've ever
2: been involved in on the gridiron. We've been involved in a lot of long ones. It's a marathon man's type game. That's not the way you want to start out overtime with a penalty.
1: Yeah, good heavens, this is a home game for us. It won't take us long to get home.
2: First end goal for St. John's from the
1: 15. In OT, you get four plays. They send a man in motion to the right. Corey Wells, long count. Hands it off to his fullback. Up the middle. He's into the end zone almost. Brought down at about the one by McCarthy. He scooted right up the gut. That was Lewis. He got 14 of those 15 back, big guy.
2: He's tough. Mason and Lewis are nice combination. Yeah. Kind of made up for the penalty.
1: He had a huge hold. Corianic, Parker, Matt Moon, and Joel Cobb opened up a big hole there and a mix-up by the Cavalier defense that time. the score. Out of the eye. Corey Wells. Long count. Little movement. Wells, quarterback sneaks, dives in. Looks like he's made it. Touchdown, the Red Wings. The Red Wings. They strike first here in overtime, Macker. And they got a pretty good kicker. Both kickers tonight,
2: flawless, 4-4. you know, the big thing in overtime is get your extra points.
1: You know that, buddy. Here is the huge extra point attempt. Howie Straub will snap it. Damon Wilcox will kneel down at the 10. The kicker, Matt Olmstead, the left footer. Here's the snap by Straub. It's a good one. It's down by Wilcox. The kick is up. It is up to the right. No good.
2: Kid finally missed him. Boy, he blasts him. He just hooked it a little bit. Cavaliers have life.
1: Corona trails it by six. 34 to 28. You know, I'm curious about one thing. What happens? How do they determine which side of the field you go for it here in uh, overtime? You know, how do they determine that?
2: I have no idea.
1: I thought you were the answer man.
2: I've got the answers, but most of them are wrong. (laughs) We're in overtime. The voice is starting to go. 34-28.
1: 34-28. St. John's just scored on a touchdown, missed the extra point attempt. Owasso and Swords Creek will be following. We've got the overtime to finish off here, and of the crowd on their feet.
2: Offensive line play, very important here.
1: First and goal, the Cavaliers out of the wishbone. Bentley has McCarthy split left. Bentley on the option. Oh, he goes left and falls to a knee at about the 13. Lost his footing. Had Miller behind him, but couldn't quite get the footing to get the pitch to him.
2: Not a great start. He almost got a throw now.
1: St. John's didn't have a good start either.
2: Yeah, but they got two first downs. (laughs) We're on second down right now.
1: Second, that's true. Second down and goal from the 13. McCarthy is split right. They send a couple men out with him. Bentley, fakes to Hofacker, no, gives it to Hofacker, up the middle, gets it back to about the 10. Third down and goal in overtime, Corona down by six. What do you do, big fella? Throw it. (laughs) Easy for you to say. You
2: gotta throw it.
1: 34 to 28, Corona trails it. Third down for the Cavaliers, St. John has scored a six-pointer on their possession in overtime. Here's Bentley, looking in the end zone, throws it up for McCarthy, too long, pulled the trigger a little too quick and threw it a little bit too much line drive style to McCarthy, and it's all down to fourth down, Macker.
2: Yeah, if there was ever a game where you should convert something like this on a fourth down in overtime, this would be the game as the unbelievable comeback this front of the team has made.
1: Is it too much to ask?
2: Well, we can ask for whatever we want. We won't, <laughs> might not get it, but we can ask for it.
1: This is true. And uh, St. John's uses their extra timeout. We have overtime. We have one final play to go here, possibly. Fourth down and goal from the 10 in overtime. Corona trails it by 6. 34 to 28. No matter what. It's the old cliche, whoever loses, it's just a shame. I got a line for you. Give me it.
2: Do you believe in miracles? You can use it. Use it. I don't think anybody's ever used it.
1: I've never heard that one used. (laughs) Good call, Wayne. (laughs)
2: Thanks,
1: (laughs) Thanks,
2: guard. <laughs> if you're getting paid by the word tonight, Ted, you're now a mega millionaire.
1: Oh man, I'm telling you. It's Hail Mary time for all the Catholic Cavaliers, that's for sure. 34-28. It's all down to this play. What a game we have had. St. John's is on top. They led it twenty-eight to nothing. Carana came back with twenty-eight unanswered points. It took her into overtime. St. John scored a six-pointer on a one-yard sneak by Wells. The big play in that overtime, though, was Glenn Lewis. Had a 14-yard run after a five-yard markoff. That was huge. The PAT was no good off to the right, and it's down to gut check time for the Cavaliers. Fourth down end goal. No matter what play you call, you're going to look good or you're going to look bad, but you're going to have to just try to get it in there. Here we go.
2: A quick thought, that play to McCarthy was open.
1: Well, right now they got a couple guys out to him. McCarthy, out here to the left. They're looking the other way, looking over the middle. Complete! Yes, Touchdown, yes. Karana Vondoloski! Oh, Unbelievable! <laughs> Unbelievable oh. They used McCarthy as a block and through the bullet. Look in, Bentley to out Touchdown, Karana. All it up. The extra point will win it.
2: I don't know what coach called that, but that was a genius type play.
1: Tremendous call. Tremendous call, but the most important thing, the execution, and it was there. Bentley drilled the pass to Vondoloski, and he made it into the end zone. What a game, ladies and gentlemen. 34-34 to in overtime. We're down to the final play, the extra point attempt. It's on the shoulders of a sophomore, Macker.
2: How many timeouts you get in overtime,
1: 12? I don't know. You get what you had before, and you get a one carryover.
2: I mean, what's the point of a timeout?
1: Oh, there's a good point here. By who, Corona or St. John? St. John. Oh, you could freeze a kicker. What do you think?
2: Oh, freeze a kicker. They've been playing for four hours. Well, come
1: on. (laughs) I mean Welty. He's a sophomore. Let's
2: get it on. Let's tee it up.
1: (laughs) You're losing your mind over there, McMillan. You're forgetting all about strategy. (laughs) It's like a work day here. Quarter to 11 right now. 34-34 the score. And now what do we got? Another timeout by St. John's. We need to check the books, Dad. I thought they were all out.
2: I don't know. I think you get unlimited GOs in overtime. Unlimited, baby. Call them until you can't call them anymore.
1: Well, I'd give the listeners a recap, but I don't think I can read that fast. Let's just put it this way. St. John's went ahead 28 <laughs> to nothing, right? Right. Is my memory serving me right? Just like the right?
2: backyard, 28 nothing. All of a sudden it's 28 28. <laughs> overtime. Let's kick it and get it over with one way or the other.
1: <laughs> the Cavaliers just scored on a fourth down and goal, overtime, 10 yard pass from Steve Bentley to Joe Vanalowski. I'll tell you, you know what, Chris? They pay us for this. This is amazing.
2: All the Cavaliers are kneeled down, holding hands. Let's hope that works.
1: Last time I saw that, it was wasn't it, uh, Buffalo doing that. Remember the results there. <laughs> 34-34. Unbelievable. But you're right. The whole entire Cavalier team on the sideline holding hands.
0: Drill it, baby. Here's the
1: snap by Moore. It's down. Wealthy kicks it off. Oh. No good. Just off to the right. No good.
3: Oh, Very
1: hard. Very hard. That's It's a tough spot. And we're going to go another one.
2: We're going to go... <laughs> we're going all night.
1: 34-34. The kick was just off to the right. A little bit short. And... Uh, Let's do it again, baby.
2: People will be going to work in the morning. We'll still be over here playing football. But it's great fun. It's just great fun. Uh, When you're downtown shopping and start getting hungry, boy, I'm starving. Or if you simply would rather not cook a meal, stop in at Jumbo's at 200 South Washington Street downtown. They serve fine lunches, dinner, and your favorite beverage. Jumbo's, which is sounding better and better every minute, is the place to go
0: downtown. Yes, Drew. I've got the final score for the other Mid-Michigan Beach uh, competition, Chessening versus Ionia. Give it to us. It was Chessening defeating Ionia 28-21. to
1: Chessening 28, Ionia 21. 21. Mm. Alright, Drew, I thank you for that score. You got any other scores that come across the wire that sound interesting? Fire them our way, but we do have overtime, number two here in Corona. 34-34 the score. It's been the wildest game. I can... Safely assume, Chris, the wildest game we have ever broadcast on the football field.
2: I don't know if uh, if Drew's got any access to food and drink. Have him bring it over here in a truck because we're going to be here forever.
1: (laughs) Just keep us on the air, Drew. We're going to be starting overtime number two. I have run out of room on my score sheet. Time for a fresh one.
2: (laughs) I'm not even keeping stats
1: anymore. Sorry, Ted. Well, you don't need to. We're into our second overtime. We'll see what happens on the coin toss. 34-34, 34-34, the score. It was 28-28 after regulation. St. John's scored first in overtime. Six-pointer. Point after was no good. So Corona got down to their final chance. Fourth and goal from the 10. And then they knocked it in on a pass from Bentley to Vondoloski. The extra point just off to the right. So, we're back to another overtime Nail-biting time once again here in Corona. Keep tuned because I guarantee you, you will hear the Owasso. Swartz Creek game in its entirety. No matter what time it ends. Denny Hurk and Mark Erickson. But here we go. Corona has the ball first this time. Bentley throws a swing pass out to Quirk. Quirk cuts the corner down to about the two-yard line. Let's see. He might have went out of bounds at about the five.
2: Well, you know, we've seen the Cavaliers run about 60 offensive plays tonight. That's the first time we've seen that one. You know, actually, the way that that
1: toss was thrown, it, he could have passed it off it. No, they picked up the flag. There's a flag on the field, but they pick it up. It was just marking where the ball went out of bounds.
2: Excellent call on first down.
1: Puts it just in front of the five, though. He st- I thought he got down to the two, but it's oh, about the five. I thought
2: he got farther, too.
1: 34-34 the score here in overtime. Number two from Corona. The Cavaliers with the ball in the first possession this time. Bentley. Out of the wishbone. To Hofacker up the middle. The big Haas dives to about the three. Brings up third down and goal for the Cavaliers.
3: Second
1: overtime, no, second overtime, 34-34, the score. Looks like he didn't quite get to the three. He's at the four-yard line third down and goal. What do you call here, Mac?
2: I call the play. Gets him a touchdown.
1: That a boy. Tied up at 34. McCarthy split left here on the short side. Bentley fakes it to Holfecker. On the option. Pitches it to Herrick. He's got some room. Cuts into the end zone. Touchdown, Corona!
2: Some great lead blocking out in front of that plate, Ted. Now
1: there's going to be I don't know what Scott's going to do here. Do you still go out there with Brody, the sophomore? Or evidently, Miller, really, who was the first-ring kicker, he had a pulled groin, and that's what's been keeping him from kicking the extra points. It's going to be Welty out there to kick it again, the young sophomore.
2: Yeah, I think you try to throw the pressure right on their St. John's back if he can drill this. 40-34. to
1: 34. The Cavaliers have taken the lead on the four-yard run by Herrick. Brody Weldy the sophomore, he'll kick it from the 10. Matt Davis is holder, takes the step by Moore, it's a fake. Davis throws it in the end zone, short. Had the guy open, but short-armed it just a little bit. An excellent call, I thought, Macker. He had him open, but the throw was short intended for quirk, and it's no good.
2: It's an excellent call, but there was just a little bit too much penetration on the play, and he really didn't have time, and it was definitely open in the corner.
1: Well, the cat-and-mouse game continues here in Corona. 40-34. Corona has gotten their first lead of the night. They have fought back all the way from a 28 to nothing deficit. St. John's with their chance. Cavalier defense, can they do it again? Wells, out of the eye, both ends in tight. Hand up, up the middle. Not much there this time. Glenn Lewis stopped in his tracks. Condell.
3: Along with Buckley and Brett Moore and the sophomore, John Miller in on the hit.
1: That's one. Second down and goal in our second overtime. St. John's with the ball. They trail Corona by six. This time they're going to open it up just a little bit. They have a man split out here to the left. Number 42. Josh Fedewa out here on the left. Wells, eye formation behind him. Man on the tight side right. Hand off up the middle. In the secondary, Lewis inside the five to about the four. Herrick brings him down. That's two. And that's a little closer.
2: Shaky two.
1: Third down and goal from about the four-yard line. 40 to 34, Corona. We're in overtime number two. Third and goal. The Red Wings down by six. Out of the eye. Wells sends a man in motion to the left. Long count. Up the middle. And he's hit. Lewis is stuck at the line of scrimmage. Condell again. Along with Moore. And Miller, the sophomore. John Miller.
2: It's it. That's three.
1: That's three, my man.
2: Kondal, what a force in the middle of the night.
1: He's had an outstanding game. And we have a timeout on the field, Chris. Chris, this is at every single thing that you could ever ask for in a high school football game.
2: And more. So much more.
1: Much, much more. Haven't I heard that much before? More. <laughs> Forty to 40-34. Here we are again. Deja vu, this time over to the Red Wings. For where? De- <laughs>
2: Excuse me. I lost my mind for Clean a Clean it up. 40-34.
1: to Corona on top. They were in the same kind of situation in overtime number one on fourth down, but they were at the 10. St. John's is at about the three-yard line. They have to have a touchdown, or this game is history.
2: Cavaliers have scored 89 points down their three games. Some teams don't score 89 points in a season.
1: Unbelievable contest here. It is almost 11 o'clock, and we're still calling play-by-play from Corona. We did have a 25-minute
2: power outage here. We've had scoring galore. You had about a four or five overtime basketball game one time, didn't you?
1: Had a five overtime game about the first or second year. Here we go. We're going to stand. It's fourth down. Fourth and goal. Second overtime. St. John's trails by six. Cavalier line trying to get pumped up. What play can Coach Cohe come up with? From the three, they have a man split right. Corey Wells, I-formation behind him, Mesa and Lewis. Wells, takes the snap, hands it off up the middle. Not
2: it's it, no good! Toronto wins! Yeah. Yeah. That's four, baby, it's history.
1: No Remarkable comeback in Corona history has just happened in front of us tonight. The Cavaliers win it in overtime, in double overtime. What a gutty performance. Jeff Condell, the first one on that maker, And this has been one of the most incredible games I have ever seen in all my years. Unbelievable. The score, the final, Corona 40, St. John's 34 in double overtime, and stay with us for the Owasso game, but we're going to finish up and give the wrap-up on this. We owe it to you.
2: See Bob's Tire and Repair for dependable Service. They are a Uniroyal Metro 25 Car Care Center offering wheel alignment, brakes and strut service. Since 1927, Bob's Tire at 1836 Corona Avenue has been serving this area. See Bob's Tire for the famous Uniroyal Tiger Paw and the Radio, Radio Tires. You know, sports fans all agree that Eddie O'Flynn's is the place to be, but I'm telling you what, Nick and Eastfield was the place to be on this Friday evening. And that's before and after the game. Casual dining, cocktails and delicious desserts our feature. That's Eddie O's where the good times roll. You'll find Eddie O's at 2280 West M21. Take it away. Look at the chrome
1: domes down there, Chris. The Cavaliers are just saluting the crowd here. Everybody here, especially on the Corona side, has known they have seen probably the classic game in Corona football history, my man.
2: It's a great one. You can't tell whether a lot of those kids have their helmets on or off.
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's not too hard to go out on the limb and say this was the greatest game ever because uh, there's been some outstanding teams here, some unbeaten teams. But this kind of game, the final 40-34 to 34 in double overtime and Corona coming back from a 28 to nothing deficit, what more can you say? Here's a quick wrap-up on the scoring, if I can read any of my notes here. It was a scoreless first quarter, if you can believe it. And then four minutes into the second quarter, Corona... Uh, gave up a 60-yard pass from St. John's Corey Wells to Sean Novak, the point after was good by Matt Olmstead. That made it 7-zip, and then it made it 14 to zip St. John's after they scored on a 6-yard run by Wells. The point after was good by Olmsteads. Things were still pretty calm here in Corona at Nicanese Field. 14-0 at halftime. The Cavaliers trailed St. John's. Second half kickoff came to Corona down at the north side of the field. Corona's Rob Herrick took it up to about midfield and then two plays later after 12 yards the lights went out. We had a 25 minute blackout here in Corona and things were in chaos for that 25 minutes. Nobody knew what was going on but finally it was determined it was a fuse and the lights came on. Cavaliers though were right shortly after that wishing the lights stayed out for a while. After Corona got back into play, they fumbled the ball the first snap. St. John's recovered. Their first play from scrimmage was a 55-yard TD pass from quarterback Corey Wells to Scott Briah. The point after was good by Homestead. 21-zip the Red Wings. Corona got the next kickoff, drove it down to the 6-yard line, coughed up the pigskin. St. John's on the very first play from scrimmage handed it off to the quick Ruben Meza. Meza scampered 94 yards straight up the on the very first play from scrimmage handed it off to the quick Ruben Meza Meza scampered 94 yards straight up the center of the field for the TD 28 zip St. John's some of the crowd thinking about leaving still a lot of time was left though there was about 10 minutes left in the third quarter after that happened Corona though kept their cool they decided we're going to get back in this game but they had to start going to some desperation measures and trick plays. Their first trick play was a 40-yard pass. It was a double pass on an overhand lateral. We used to call it the 50 pass. Quarterback Bentley threw an overhand lateral to Joe Vondoloski, who found a streaking Rob Herrick down the left sideline for pay dirt. 40-yard score, 28-7 was the score after three. That set the stage for the Wildest fourth quarter and overtimes we've seen in a long time. Corona scored at the 1141 mark on a two yard run by quarterback Bentley and also the point after was good by Brody He made it 28-14. The Cavaliers were starting to creep in then at the 754 mark Cavalier defense playing very well and inspired Corona drove it in scored on a three yard pass from Bentley to Josh McCarthy 28-21 things were starting to go Corona's way momentum wise and then The Cavaliers with 6 2 yet. Scored on a one-yard run from quarterback Steve Bentley. The point after good by Welty. 28-28 the way it ended after regulation. Overtime started with St. John's getting the ball first. They had a five-yard penalty, and then from the 15-yard line, fullback Glenn Lewis scooted up the middle for a 14-yard game, took it down to about the one-yard line. Then the Red Wings scored on a one-yard quarterback sneak. The point after attempt, though, the all-important point after attempt, no good by the Red Wings. Corona, they had the ball, next possession, trailing by six. They uh, ran three downs, had a fourth down and ten from the ten-yard line, fourth and goal. They had a score on it. They used McCarthy as a decoy on the left side of the field. He had two men over on him. Bentley made a quick fake up the middle and then hit Joe Vondoloski in full stride on the right look in. Into the end zone. We're all knotted up. Tie ball game 34-34. Point after attempt by the Cavaliers was off to the right. And we had to go to overtime number two. This time the Cavaliers started off with the rock. Corona on third down. Scored on a four-yard run by Rob Herrick, who had a nice game tonight for the Cavaliers. The extra point attempt was a fake. Holder, number nine for Corona. Matt Davis threw it out to Quirk over in the right corner of the end zone. A little bit short. Corona led by six. St. John's with the ball. Could win it with a touchdown and an extra point. First three plays took him down to about the three-yard line on fourth down. Jeff Connell and his gang green defense up front stopped the running back. It was all over.
2: <sighs> Corona wins it 40-34, to Chris. Yeah, I'm just going to give quick statistics here, Ted. The Cavaliers had... Oh, God, now I lost it. 403 yards total offense. St. John's had 384 yards. Mr. Steve Bentley came of age tonight as he accounted 10 out of 16 in that second half for 180 yards through the air. Mesa had 135 yards rushing for St. John's.
1: Just an amazing game. We know you're waiting to listen to the Owasso Swartz Creek game. Just two more scores I want to throw out at you in MMB play. Ovid defeated Alma tonight 26 19 over in Marauderville up in Chesnay. It was the Chesnay Indians rebounding from that trouncing last. Friday night to Montrose to show they'll still be a force in the MMB. They downed last year's champs, Ionia, 28-21. to 21. So, the wild finish here in Corona, once again, the Cavaliers in double overtime over the St. John's Red Wings 40-34. So, on behalf of my partner, Chris McMillan, I'm Ted Patel saying so long, everybody. Keep it tuned for the owasso Sports Creek game.
3: What? What can you do?